Hola Madrid, this is welcome back to another episode of Let's Be Real podcast. Um, I don't know how we should tackle this, honestly, because I'm I'm too numb to even even describe what I'm going through. I'm pretty sure, you know, most of us have the same, same yeah, feeling. Yeah, a very feeling of, you know, like we're going to somebody's funeral or something. A very sad yeah. Yeah. Hola, this is welcome back to another episode of Let's Be Real podcast. Um, who who is it running? I don't know how we should. My I can bad. hear it back. My bad, my bad. Right. Okay. That, that was weird. Listening to my own voice, man. Come on. But um, yeah, people. Um, it from another dimension. Yeah. It doesn't <laughs> doesn't sound great. I'll tell you that. But yeah, we are here with the. Kareem special, uh, like we had one for Casemiro uh, last year. So we'll be actually touching upon Kareem's legacy with us um, um, all throughout his, you know, 14, 14 or so years of, uh, you know, uh, excellence, ups and downs, questioned, doubted, always rose to the occasion, um, silenced his critics. Um, yeah, proved his point, man. I was a, I was one of the doubters myself. Um, I wasn't very convinced, you know, especially when Higuain left. That um, is Benzema going to be that guy? But you know, boy oh boy, I was you know proven wrong a thousand times over. But before we kind of get into the crux of it, also uh, guys, like if you're tuning in, the uh, the meeting ID and the passcode for the uh, for the room. The Zoom uh, chat that we are on um, is in the link of the is in the description of the video. Um, so yeah, like if you wanna if you wanna join us and have you know a chat about you know Kareem, Sensio, um, Mariano, if you would like you know uh, chat up uh, his hairstyles. Um, yeah, man, feel free to do so. Um, we'll be here for like 90, 90 odd minutes, hopefully. Um, but yeah, let, let's talk about the match first. Who who wants to, you know, address the elephant in the room? That wasn't a great game to watch. What, what, a, what a whimper to, you know, go out on. Um, such a promising st- season, the way it started off. Uh, Bilbao had uh, everything to play for um, at the time of kickoff. But yeah, eventually, even, even when they lost uh, momentum, when I heard that, you know, Osasuna were, were leading and whatnot, even when they didn't have a chance, they looked far more threatening than us. Um, I'll come to you, Mo. Um, yeah, man, you, you're a couple of cents about uh, the game today. Funnily enough, you know, the opponent that Karim has scored the most goals against. Yeah, I, I think it, it, it was sort of like a karma, if I might say so, that, you know, he, he plays the opponent he scored against the most in Bilbao and then, you know, goes out scoring a goal, although it was a penalty. For the match, I think... Um, I don't really know. I don't really have any words because, you know, this has been such a, I shouldn't be saying strange season because we have been here before, especially in 18, 19 and, you know, stuff like that. But I think this season, it promised a lot at the start because we had a brilliant start, right? Especially after that Barcelona, the first the first game against Barcelona, we were leading the league and everybody was like, you know, Real Madrid are going to repeat as champions. And since then it has been nothing short of a disaster. So coming to this game, we none of us really had any expectations because, you know, the only fear for us was like finishing third in a two-horse race. Uh, and uh, for a period of time, it looked like that would happen, you know, when Bilbao were leading and um, At- Atleti took the lead against Villarreal. So thanks to Villarreal, you know, saving Real Madrid's blushes, although they pushed us into it. So I don't know how much thanks I would give there. But um, yeah, 
uh, Real Madrid looked completely motivationless. I've touched upon this, but I think the fitness wasn't there. Once the desire isn't there, I think the fitness level starts showing up, you know, lack of fitness, I should say. So that was there. The motivation was, I, I guess, lacking. Uh, probably Vinicius wanted to put on a show for Benzema and at least create a chance for him because he had some good moves and stuff like that. Rodrigo was trying his uh, best, but I think apart from that, um, Carvajal, Although he tried, I think he made a lot of mistakes, you know, in the final third, misplacing balls and stuff like that. And even the co- coordination between Kamavinga and Carvajal on the right side was like, it was utterly, I don't really have words for that. So I guess to sum it up, disappointing, boring, but we had to bear through it because of Benzema. As simple as that. If it wasn't Benzema's funeral game, I don't know how many people would have watched it. I don't know how many people would have come to the stadium. 100%. Uh, the amount of times I saw Kamavinga give away the ball, like I was I was questioning his nationality at, at one point in the game. Wait, is, he, is he actually French? You know? Um, but yeah, man. Um, Farouk, bro, uh, I know you didn't see the game, but um, Karim scored a goal. Is, is that something we can be, you know, satisfied with at least? I mean, yeah, I mean, I tell you, like, uh, what Moore just said, you know, I was just thinking to myself that, you know, like, uh, I could have said this about, you know, like, maybe 12 to, I mean, between 15 to 20 games a season, that's like exactly what he said, you know, although I didn't see the game, but it's just, you know, it's it's a regular team right now, unfortunately, of the team. But as you guys said, as well, you know, the whole reason why uh, I believe, you know, a lot of people tuned in the game, it's to to, to give, you know, Karim a farewell. And yeah, he, he rightfully deserves that goal, and uh, especially against, you know, the, his favorite team in La Liga. So, yeah. Uh, it's it's something to at least you know it's a it's a silver lining if there's anything as such you know so yeah he scored in the last game and you know he got the throw he deserved in front of the fans. Mm. Mo, uh, the 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 uh, the penalty um, I didn't see it you know um, I for, couldn't see because because my one? stream cut off yeah uh, for for Bilbao um, uh, okay. it was a handball of Cruz was it. Yeah, yeah, it was a handball cruise. I don't. The commentators kept saying it was something similar to what happened to Jack Grealish against City. Sorry, yeah, against United in the FA Cup final. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I didn't really watch the FA Cup final, so I don't really know what happened there. But basically, I, I guess like uh, Cruz jumped, missed the ball. Uh, Iñaki was behind him, and he sort of headed it into Cruz's hand. You mm. know, like uh, Cruz's back of his hand. So they gave a penalty for that. Um, I don't really like that decision because I don't think penalty should be given for that. But uh, it is what it is. Apparently, it is the law. So, you know, I can't really go and challenge the law. He can't actually... Sa- Sorry? Sorry? Can't you do? Yeah, I don't know, man. Farouk, I don't have your gravitas and pull in UFI. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but he saves the pen, right? Thibaut, wonderful yeah, save. Uh, I I had this... I don't know. Uh, I, I, okay, this, this is going to sound cliche, but I had this sensation that probably Kutuwa is going to... You know, premonition that Kutuwa is going to save it. And he mm. saved it. So, yeah, I was pretty happy. But I, I think it was a pretty poor penalty from a West guy, I guess. So, mm, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, whatever works for Madrid, you know, whatever saves our blushes, whatever prevents us from being the third team in the two-horse race. 100%. Um, we had some promising moments here and there, but nothing nothing significant to, you know, really write home about. Um, Vinicius had a couple of neat, uh, you know, um, uh, neat exchanges, Rodrigo, Benzema, Ceballos, um, nice attempt of a back heel. Every, like, at, at some point, everyone was trying to, you know, feed Benzema the ball one way or the other, um, failing horribly, horribly, you know. Um, uh, it I think was, it if, was... 
if if it did anything, this match has sort of highlighted that we have like huge areas of weakness, especially without Benzema, you know. Uh, <laughs> Obviously. Mm. So it just it just even laid it to even like you know it laid, it laid it bare even more. Mm. So I guess the the window that is coming up, especially when you consider the fact that four or five players are leaving. You know, you you really have to strengthen it. So let's see what happens. The only thing that I can say after watching this game is like bring on the transfer window. That's all. Hundred um, percent. It's basically starting from square one. It seems like at least an attack because uh, it's such a crucial position. Yeah, um, and we only have two attackers, right? Rodrigo and yeah. Vinicius on on the books. So that's it's pretty crazy, man. Um, beginning of the season, nobody expected us to have such a major overhaul in in, in the attack. Like because we were coming off of one of uh, our most historic seasons and and whatnot, uh, to go from that high to this lull, it's a madman. I can't put it into words. Honestly, like my heart feels so heavy that I can't really even process what's going on. I feel like uh, this is an out of you know out of body experience because I can see myself going through this 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 shitty you know couple of months. I'll say. Two and a half, three months, you know, which has been nothing but you know, like uh, stuff to forget apart from you know the classical win uh, in the, in the uh, Copa semi. Um, yeah, man. Uh, the way Bilbao got back into the game, I couldn't watch that either. Can you break it down for us more? Bilbao got back into the game. I mean, yeah. Bilbao scored the first goal. My bad. Okay. Yeah, I guess Bilbao versus was... the ball, right? Yeah, I, I, Bilbao were kind of like I think Bilbao were the better team overall, right? In, mm. Even very attacking lineup yeah. by uh, Valverde. I, I mean, they were creating a lot of chances. I guess the issue was like, um, give, given the fact that you didn't see the goal, if you see it, when the goal went in, there were only two players in the box. You know, I, I believe one was Nacho, the other was Militao, and you know they were kind of split mm. with the acres of space between them. And then uh, you, I actually was watching the goal, and I was reminded of a discussion in the last episode, right, about about having a defensive midfielder because Cruz was playing DM and Cruz didn't track back, so it was basically them two in the box, you know, trying to defend against like three players from Bilbao. And so after Sebastian lost the ball, so Camavinga sort of went back and tried to you know uh, delay the inevitable, but and Courtois makes the save. But, you know, the rebound fell to Bilbao again and then they scored. They took advantage of the fact that we didn't really have enough numbers. And that's a recurring theme with Ramadan this season, you know, lack of numbers, lack of a proper um, defensive, uh, you know, guidelines to work with. I could see from early on, like people were very hesitant to, you know, put in put in the hard yards to defend. Um, they were, they were you know, very lackadaisical, uh, to say the least. Yeah. No surprises. Mm. Yeah, I guess it's it's, it's, like we have been referring, right? It's the last match of the season. There's really nothing on the line unless you consider second spot something on the line, you know? Mm. I'm sure there are a lot of people who don't really care about that. I don't know how the players feel about it. A couple of million difference in in the money you earn, right? I don't really know how the players feel about it because, you know, their wages probably, you know, Champions League qualification. Yeah, guaranteed them bonuses and stuff like that. So I don't really yeah, know if yeah, there's yeah. a difference between second and third. No, from the club perspective, I was I was speaking. Yeah, definitely. But the club is not playing, right? Mm. It's the players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I don't know if they care. Maybe Ancelotti cares a little bit because he was pretty angry after, you know, how things mm. went. But yeah, overall, mm. it was like meh from the players. Mm. Right. And then, you know, Miltao's um, uh, slap to the face. Um, 
you know, uh, which yeah, I, I, guess, I, I guess that that was kind of was a lucky break for us, you know, like Yuri Berchi, very, kind of like, very lucky, yeah, lashed out, and you know, he hits Militao in the face. And yeah, how many times ha- have we seen that being given? I don't recall any major, uh, you know, games where you know, a slap to the face while you're jumping in the air to you know, contest for an uh, for a, I, I, I a think it, it wasn't the fact that uh, he is, it was like kind of like he lashed out. You know, mm, Berchiche, mm, his hand yeah. kind of moves away from his body and it's, it looks like he's lashing out. So that was why they gave it. Uh, mm. if, if it had just been an action while jumping, you know, they wouldn't have given it. But it, it felt like that he was intentionally moving his hand away from his body to, you know, and making contact with Militos. So I guess that was the reason why they gave it. But if it, if it hadn't been given, yeah, I would have been pretty, like, I would have been, like, disappointed a bit, but I wouldn't really have complained much. But it was yep. given and, you know, that's how it rolls. I was I was super surprised I was given and uh, you know I'm not going to complain yeah, and uh, even even I was even I was surprised yeah like mm. to say the least because you know before that I think there was a tackle on uh, Vinicius as well that was also pretty soft so I, I thought maybe he wouldn't give this one either but then he gave it so lucky us Benzema uh, chooses to go down the middle oh my god I was like Fucking hell, man! Like you could have. When, had when I more. initially watched it, I thought he missed. I thought Simon saved it and the ball came back. But then on second, mm. like I realized that it actually went in. So it, it was kind of funny, though. You know, Benzema always scores right, left, or top. You know, send, top center with the Panenka and stuff. But this time he just went low, low down the ground. If Simon had just stood, maybe he probably saved it. But you mm. know, Benzema is Benzema. He knows the situations. That's why he is what he is. Yeah. He just waited for Unai uh, Simon to, you know, make his move and then, you know, slots it uh, straight down the middle. Happy for him. Uh, the way he celebrated, uh, you know, it, like I could see how much it meant to him. Like usually it's the, you know, the uh, punch in the air, you know, leap, uh, which didn't happen today. Uh, much more, you know, uh, laid back. I think, I think he, like, he, he must be, you know, going through a lot of, um, a lot of emotions, you know, um, contrasting emotions. I'm pretty sure because um, somewhere deep down, I'm very sure, you know, Benzema would have felt like maybe one more year, maybe, maybe because we have always been there, you know, like in various stages of life where we think we might have, uh, 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 you know, uh, one more chapter to write, you know, somewhere. Uh, but but it's better to leave people wanting more. Um, I think there is a there is an elegance there is a you know there is some grace to it yeah um, before i like i just i would like to just cut in and talk to you know talk to sam the get making. the fuck out of the stream get the fuck bro get the fuck out bro honestly just leave yeah go on yeah. okay okay so we were talking about the yeah the point you were making i think uh it's the same point uh about what, what zidane did right he uh florentino went to the locker room and told them you know just tell me you want to continue one year and I'll write your contract right now. So mm. he, although he had like, he had a one year left, uh, Zidane had one year left you know, in his contract still. I think Benzema's situation is something similar. And I guess Benzema is following what Zidane did, you know, walk out with your head, uh, with your head held high, you know, you don't want to walk out with your, you know, you don't want to be pushed out of the team, rather go out on a high. I guess that's something that everybody knows. Knowing when to leave is, kind of like a, an important thing. So I guess Benzema just felt that this was the occasion because his performances this season, uh, personally, while I think he's probably been the better striker, like, you know, uh, he, he he's the striker with the best goals per minutes ratio in La Liga currently, but um, he's been battling injuries and, you know, having trouble influencing games the way he used to last season, you know, till last season. So I guess it's the right point for him to leave. And I guess he realized it. 
And you also have to talk about his motivation, especially after the disappointment he had at the club, uh, at the World Cup, because I think that's when the situation changed for me personally. Uh, you know, his press conference in the Supercopa de España, uh, those things, I think um, from that time on, I, I had my doubts about Benzema, but uh, I, I still thought that he would continue, like, you know, like you said, one more year, but it is what it is. Benzema decides, you know, this mm. is the right time to leave. Mm. 100%. Um yeah man uh like like we discussed uh, you know before we actually went live you know everything that could go wrong this season went wrong that's why it's so hard to you know uh really digest uh, how the season panned out because the way it started again was was super promising uh yeah next time carlo i mean next year next year obviously he'll be here uh, as of now and if we unless we Florentino are... and brazil like they they reach an agreement yeah, yeah, something Farouk that actually made, to. yeah, that's something that made Farouk pretty happy today. So, <laughs> Farouk needs to pray harder, pray harder, bro. Um, yeah, unless uh, something drastic happens, Carlo will be here. And if we get off to a flyer again, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get off my seat until fucking March, April. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, you heard it here first. <laughs> No, no, no. Right. Somehow, the two are in Farouk is in a... Farouk is in deep conversation uh, right now. Deep conversation. Mute the thing, okay. bro. Mute the thing, bro. Right. Um, yeah, we have a few comments. Okay. While Farouk, Farouk, Farouk deals with his... Uh, with his uh, yeah. Um, Ashik says, what a pulsating match. I felt like I was comatose. Or about Benzema... Uh, uh, Ashik wasn't the only one feeling Salo. comatose. Yeah, yeah, pretty much everyone should have been. Um, we're going to rip it up, baby. Uh, lol, um, yeah, that's what he said. End of an era, the last of the BBC moves, and we are going to end up with Fox News. What, what, what does he mean by Fox News? BBC moves, oh, okay, okay, yeah, I get the pun, right? Uh, from BBC to Fox, yeah. Mm. Ashik says, definitely, uh going to miss Mariano looks at look at his career titles a legend 100% I mean he has more titles than like Harry Kane so yeah oh my god that, that that's a mad thing to even you know think about let alone I, I, uh, it's kind of funny Harry Kane only has one title that's the Audi Cup I guess yeah right uh, Audi Cup when did he even win the Audi Cup I don't, I don't know, know. I, I think it was like before the before the pandemic and stuff mm. Yeah, let's let's save it for uh, you know tapping Tobes. Hopefully, he'll be joining us. You know, if Harry Kane makes his way, um, and he'll have you know very um, ple- pleasant stuff to say about you know the Audi Cup and how much he rates it. Uh, so yeah, watch out, watch out for it, people. Scott Heinem says uh, wasn't the best way to go out. Ed says uh, I thought Benzema would have stayed one more year. Yeah, people, people got carried away with the marker. You know. Uh, uh, awards, uh, you know, uh, uh, where where he actually mentioned, he basically questioned, you know, you shouldn't do that. Like, why? Why do that? Because I knew, I could see right through his bullshit, man, right there and then. I wasn't even at the awards, you know, like, just the way he basically confronts the guy who asked the question, says it out loud that, you know, he's he's just insecure with the He just is put under, uh, put in a put on a spot he doesn't want to be in, you know, with that question. 
you could say I, that. I, I think personally, it was more of Benzema wanted the club to have a say first. Because if you mm. know about Benzema, it's like Florentino and Benzema have a pretty good relationship, right? So I don't really think Benzema would have gone uh, and said. Something. But later, later yeah. stuff stuff came out that the club was kind of super surprised with the way Benzema handled, uh, you know, uh, the question at the awards. Yeah, I'm not sure like, what to people, read. People, what, people, what is journalists, true. journalists also said that Benzema was going to stay. You know, I, I remember immediately after the Marca Leenda ceremony, there was like this article in Marca that said, "Oh, Benzema stays," and then everybody just started jumping on the bandwagon. Uh, personally, mm-hmm. I think the club always knew what Benzema was planning. Like there was, uh, like they knew that this his utterances didn't mean really, really mean anything because they knew that Benzema mm-hmm. was like you know contemplating leaving Real Madrid. So I I don't really think that was an issue. They probably knew all along. There's been reporting from reliable sources that Benzema, when he had that meeting with Ancelotti and like used them and say he already told them that he wanted to go. So I, I don't really think it came as a surprise to the club that Benzema was leaving. Dennis Agaret says, gracias Benzema for everything you've done for the club. Uh, man, the thoughts. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> like I... <laughs> I, I don't I don't even want to describe how I feel, you know, honestly. Um it'll be a long day if I start to Ashik says uh, all good things come to an end and Benz's time at, at, at Real uh, is at is at uh, an end. A new hero will rise and Benzema will move on to write a new chapter in his career. And what a career it was. Mercy Kareem. Yeah, somebody said yeah. Benzema wants to win the Asian Champions League and end his career at the Club World Cup. So let's see if that happens. Hopefully Ooh, let's see if that happens. Um, it's, it's not a, not a shabby way to go out. Uh, Asian I mean, he's going to a good team, right? They're the champions of the Saudi League, so yeah, yeah. Um, Messi, uh, Cristiano, and Benzema, you know, Hilal, um, Etihad, and Al Nasser. Well, 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 you know, um, it, it'll be maybe we should start a podcast about the Saudi League. <laughs> probably probably at this rate <laughs> at this rate you could see Ramos there as well so you know um, it is it is uh, it is an avenue that uh, that should be worth exploring but do you again, think they'll pay us do you think they'll pay us though yeah from, uh, some money from the PIF you know they're giving 200 million of oh yeah 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 maybe I should uh, hit up a couple of my friends uh, you know down down in Saudi um, ask them to you know head over to Rome Russian Saudi uh, was the Saudi Pro League or something. Russian. It used to be MBS. Now it's Russian. I don't know what will be next year. I hope it'll be something more, uh, you know, um, elegant like STC. You know, the Saudi telecom company. Something like that would would sound Russian. It's a new, fucking Dhaka League. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be Newcastle United Saudi League. I don't know. Yeah, at this rate, you know, um, anybody who pays money. Tic Tac can maybe sponsor, you know, Saudi League. That's right. But yeah, Ashik says the PSG seem to have upgraded themselves in one position with Asensio. Yeah. Um, Did they we'll have talk a player? Asensio. Uh, mm. Yeah, they have a player who can score goals in clutch situations now. I guess Asensio had that knack of you know getting at some points in difficult situations. So, but you go to PSG. If you're if you're playing at eighty percent commitment, ninety percent commitment levels drops down to thirty percent. That's just the way you know. The league, um, is. yeah, the, the league is the club is. I don't think every club in in Liga is is as uh, you know laid back and and uh, careless. I was as actually PSG. surprised to learn that PSG only won the league by one point. I thought it was more. I was reading yeah. somewhere. 
They won the league by one point. For them to win the league and for them to boo Neymar, Messi, they don't give a fuck, yeah? But boo Neymar, it just I mean, comes to show. Neymar is... I don't know. Neymar has been pretty much on the outs with PSG fans, right? They they went to his house. And yeah, did some stuff I know. Still, yeah. still, they they should give a bit more fuck about Neymar uh, than than Messi, in my opinion. But I mean, Neymar is always wanna... disappearing in you know, in March. I know, I know. Sisters' birthdays are important, yeah. man. Like, come on, um, get real. But um, yeah, friendly reminder again, people. Um, 15 odd if you in the chat don't forget to smash the like uh, if you're new here you know don't forget to subscribe also we are having a live in uh, live call in uh, show this time like casamero the last year um, so if you want to you know share your thoughts on on karim sensio even eden hazard mariano feel free to do so you know hop on uh, hop on to the uh, zoom um, room and we can have a conversation you know uh, right so where do we begin mo I, i i would like your help to you know kind of kick off things with uh, you know uh, properly talking about karim um we have to kind of leave out the last 10 15 minutes for sensio as well so keep that in mind people uh, but yeah man take it away bro where do we start i i guess for if we're talking about benzema the greatest point, the good point to start is at the beginning right uh, yeah. for me my personal experience like you already mentioned about it you said uh, you weren't really sure about karim when he came to uh, real madrid you know Uh, yeah i think uh, it is logical because uh, at real madrid he had a pretty poor start at the start of the season when uh which did something happen to him is your i'm just drinking water drinking water uh, i'm right cool, yeah cool, cool. yeah for me that that's the point to start right first season was pretty disappointing he scored less than like he scored in single digits that season so i guess that was pretty mm-hmm. disappointing and it kind of explains why everybody was down on him second season under mourinho was an, at the first half was a great either you know that uh, incident with um, you know if you can't hunt with a dog you hunt with a cat thing happened and you know that i think that kind of pissed Benzema off and you know, what what of, what did he actually mean by that if you can break it down for the people you know who are couldn't watch uh, us during during that that period okay for Jose Mourinho i think uh, he, he he likes playing with a particular type of strikers right and there was this uh, fight between uh, Mourinho and uh, Jorge Valdano who was the sporting director at that time Mm. that uh, uh, he wanted them to bring in a striker but the club wasn't agreeing with Mourinho they said we already have Benzema because you know Benzema is um Benzema is Benzema is Florentino's like the, for lack of better way Florentino's son so mm. uh, they, they wanted Mourinho to play with him and Mourinho was refusing to do it so he went out in the press and did his Mourinho things and you know he started saying that if you can't hunt with a dog that's iguain you know then you hunt with a cat so that's Benzema so that's where the cat thing started i think it is sort of pissed Benzema off because uh, i remember watching his documentary he said that he kind of went and had a chat with Mourinho and said you know uh, i don't really like the shit that you're doing because Benzema if you if you guys don't know is like he's a very reserved guy right he doesn't really talk much like even today when he scored the goal his celebration was rather muted you know so if somebody was like more expressive you, you would see different sort of emotions but with Benzema uh you don't really see that because he's kind of reserved he he'll keep it to himself and stuff like that and at the start of his remembered career the same thing was this was an issue because people used to think that his body language wasn't good he's not interested yeah, he, he's not he didn't give enough. as much of a fuck yeah i remember that yeah definitely so that was the issue and you know with Mourinho coming out and saying this he sort of pissed Benzema but um anyways Real Madrid bought Adebayor in and you know he was playing for like a certain minutes but then still I was, I guess I was super surprised the amount of game time that Adebayor was getting you know like cuz he was supposed to be a backup plan yeah i i, I think uh, Benzema 
at that point changed his career at Real Madrid because the mm. second half of the season he went on to you know score a lot of goals and kind of played himself in. And in 11-12, I think that's where Benzema's trajectory changed because Zidane comes in and Zidane, like he, if I remember, he recommended a fitness center to Benzema where he went mm. and you know he lost some weight and stuff in the during the summer and the next season was like simply brilliant because if you guys remember like 11-12 season, Real Madrid is like legendary, it's one of the most legendary seasons, right? Uh, I don't know what your memories of the season are, but Benzema scoring 32 goals, like it was his highest tally till I think last season. And that too, with him sharing game time with Higuain, that makes yeah. it even more impressive, you know? Yeah, he, and it he, wasn't he, just, uh, you know, uh, a lopsided, you know, split in, in game time. Like it was like 50-50, right? Bang on. Yeah. Yeah, it was 50-50 and Higuain also stepped up a lot, right? Higuain yeah. scored a lot of goals as well. So I guess that battle, that season 11-12 between Higuain versus Benzema was like, if you knew if this guy's playing on Saturday, then he's not playing midweek. If this guy's playing midweek, he's not playing Saturday. So that was the thing. And I guess 12-13 uh, was kind of like meh, you know, Benzema's... Uh, hey, the, the stupid haircut, my God. Oh, what an abomination that was. Fucking hell. I remember, I remember seeing that haircut... And thinking to myself, you know, like he ditched all that good vibes from last season for this, <laughs> you know, like immediately as like, you know, he's, 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 he's not gonna, you know, have a, you know, a good, good, um, yeah, man, good season with that shit. But yeah, I'm glad that he dropped that, you know, half, half shaven, you know, uh, hair yeah, to, yeah, uh pretty quick. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, for, for me as well, I think uh, you, now that you bring it up, that hairstyle was pretty horrendous. But yeah, you, <laughs> you, you take whatever you get, right? For me, the the, the moment that I remember from 11-12 season is probably uh, your friendship between Ozil and uh, Benzema because, you know, I, I think it was a game against Osasuna where, you know, they were they were sort of attacking the Ozil or something and Benzema came to defend him. I guess that's something that endures in my mind. And then 13-14 season, I think, is when Benzema started, you know. Benzema really... He started establishing himself around as a as a starter because Higuain was sold. That was a big, uh, let's say, statement of intent. I and mean, I guess Zidane had something to do with it because Zidane I was against it. Like I, I still remember, like when these guys, um, I know, like obviously with game time being limited for one or the other, there's gonna be some, um, you know, heat in in the equation. But uh, going by what I saw on the in the eleven twelve season, there was there was brilliant camaraderie, you know, between between these two guys. Like uh, even when they used to play together, they used to be pretty selfless. I've seen yeah, Benzema. I think Benzema's uh, key characteristic that gets often ignored is the fact that he can play with a striker, but he can mm. also play centrally and you know play the lone striker. Uh, people are always like Benzema is a 9.5 and, you know, they try to replace him with an attacking midfielder, which I think gets something wrong is the fact that Benzema is primarily a 9 who can also mm. do a job of a 10, you know. He, mm. he has the technique to play as an attacking midfielder, but then what a striker does, Benzema does that too. And you don't really have anybody else who does that, like, apart from maybe Harry Kane. So that's something that always gets overlooked about Benzema. So that partnership between Higuain and Benzema, you know, whenever they played together, I think uh, that really brought... Higuain was, was the more focal, obvious focal point. And Benzema yeah. used to, you know, like, drift out wide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Higuain was like, Higuain wasn't a slouch either. He's, he's a pretty yeah. good player at Real Madrid, you know. So, but... at between the two, like personally for me, because I have been some, I'm someone who has followed Benzema since he was at Lyon. I was pretty happy when they signed, signed him for Amateur, right? So mm. even during his dark times, I knew this guy's going to uh, like, you know, develop out and break out and stuff like that. Yeah, I used to get a lot of hate online whenever, you know, you go to the forums and talk about it. But uh, <clears throat> anyways, you know, he, Benzema, what he's done since 
13 14 season is like known to people you know he was here pretty good uh, but <laughs> bro the thing is season. you 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 talk about uh, 13 14 season i'm going to just segue into farooq's opinion since then since the 13 14 season i i remember yes higuain left yes the spotlight was on benzema yes bale comes in yes the bbc um has its inception um there were still you know very raging questions being asked of benzema's ability to you know really complement the side and um, i remember vividly that i had to you know contest a fair few questions myself and somewhere stuff that i didn't have exact answers to you know if, when, if i can answer before farooq says yeah uh, i think this, this is a very valid point that gets asked about benzema always because you know mm. he's not scoring goals so what he's doing but then you mm. have to see that through the prism of what cristiano's role was like benzema although he was starting in the center he wasn't the yeah. striker for the team he was he was yeah. essentially a midfielder you know what cristiano was the main guy benzema was supposed to create goals for him create space for him open up lanes for him that's what benzema did you know and he did it to the to the best the greatness of karim benzema lies in the fact that although he had this potential to be what we saw him to be last season he had to sacrifice that to amplify what cristiano was so i guess yeah you on one hand you understand the questions that are because well, he's the one wearing nine right when somebody's wearing the nine you expect goals from him and he's, if he's not scoring like 50 odd goals in like today's social media you get clowned down so mm. so for me it is understandable their questions but then you have to look at it through the prism of what he was doing for cristiano 100% i mean i agree the the uh, the goal tally is a is a is a as a as a blemish on 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 Benzema's you know um playing playing days during that period but like people used to show me you know the Torres miss uh, you know compilations alongside Benzema's you know miss compilations which which I couldn't really you know respond to all that I would tell them was guys wake up yeah we had we are numero uno even though we have I mean, we had he does miss those chances but his conversion rate is pretty good you know on par with but the I'm top players in the world see these are guys these are guys who you know would would want to hate us who doesn't watch la liga we can week out you know premier league fans right so i i, I if you want to hate benzema you can hate benzema but as many compilations you can make of goals he missed you can just make as many compilations of the see, brilliant see, the, the, the chest you have i'm pretty sure you didn't have about benzema when you used to you know speak about Man, him back I, i have been supporting benzema i've been standing this guy in 2009 so yeah i have done some defending i got pretty i got called out for a lot but, but yeah. for me i didn't have enough evidence to back it the only thing i could i could tell them is what you you know point out yourself that you know cristiano is kind of the main guy for getting us goals and benzema is basically the you know the facilitator and one you know um prime point that i used to put forward you know the my, my saving grace was basically telling them this is real madrid yeah and if benzema was considered and and also ran a guy that is you know just you know there to facilitate just you know or be second fiddle to benzema he wouldn't he wouldn't stay for you know like 5 5 6 years you know um on the on the, on the trot and and have you know major contributions I mean, in you know you, title beyond that you have to see the type of goals benzema scored right his technique yeah. his quality it came out in those occasions you know not everybody like not everybody can go and score those types of goals or the bicycle kick of... against was it uh, mallorca osasuna ajax, ajax, ajax yeah ajax, ajax. Yeah, the champions league the green yeah. kick yeah the green kick 
sexy, sexy. I still remember, still remember it. I, I didn't see the game, but I could see only the highlights, you know, back then uh, for Champions League games, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, I remember it vividly. Faro, on to you, man. A lot of uh, counter-attacking of ben, uh, Ramadan gets highlighted, but it's not possible if you don't have a striker like Benzema, you know, dropping deep and facilitating. 100%. 100%. Yeah, man. On to you, Farooq. I I can't I can't understand why you have been so quiet. Yeah, man. Yeah, you guys were just you know on and on and on, and I didn't want to break the flow and what is always on. But anyways, like I mean, uh, for me person, actually, you know, one thing I will always I always I've always highlighted about Benz is this: like the point is that we had Ozil till thirteen fourteen. You understand? Because the thing is that I think one argument that's always been made is that you know everyone points to that you know hundred plus goal season that we had. You know with when Cristiano was 60 goals, Bento was 30 plus, Higuain was 20 plus, you understand, and stuff like that. But the point is that after Ozil left the team, the roles had to be redefined. This is something really important because Ozil was the guy who made teams work, actually. You know, like he was, mm. he was, that, he was that 10 who, you know, uh, linked up the teams. At least this is what I, I came to see. And after that, you know, like Benzema had to re, I don't know, uh, I don't know if the world will be, you know, rearranged or, you know, reshape his style of play or rather his understanding of the game. As I think he said this even, I think, before he won the Ballon d'Or, like the season he won, he was saying, like, when you have a guy who's going to give you 60, 70 goals a season, then, like, you don't need to do, you know, you don't need to do anything. Because even I remember, I think, I don't, I can't recall exactly, was it in 2016 or was it in 2017 when he had five league goals, you know? and 17, 18. Okay, 17, 18. I mean, yeah, they, he, he had five league goals there and, you know, but then, if someone actually watches the game, he knows what Benzema gives you, understand? A prime mm. example goes to the, you know, the sublime piece of skill he pulled against Atleti in the, in the second leg of the semi-final of the Champions League, you understand? So, I think a player like Karim Benzema is a player that that's to not do justice to, you know, he's, he, he's, I mean, the point is we go back and we look at a lot of, you know, fantastic players and we, we, we check the stats and, you know, the goals and the assists that they made and you actually see that that's actually quite trivial numbers, you know? I mean, for example, I, I can just give a, num- a person off the top of my head, like, when you look at, for example, Didier Drogba's numbers against, you know, the likes of Harry Kane and the others, like, it's garbage. But she, anyone who actually watched Didier do what he does, he knows that this guy is actually, at least in my opinion, better than Harry Kane or whatever, you know, the guys, you know, uh, have to offer, at least on the market. And what's what You have to start e- eating, drinking the Harry Kane Kool-Aid, you know, he might be around. <laughs> <so. laughs> I, I, I'm nah, telling you for a fact, see, uh, Harry Kane, Aesthetically, technically, far better player, but the better big game player, hands down. It's not, it's, it's, it's not about a big game player, bro. It's about the player who actually wins you leagues. And that's the thing you understand. Like, Harry Kane scores 30 goals and then to what point? Yeah, right now, I'm just going to let it pass. But next season, after, you know, Harry Kane... Yeah, 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 yeah. This guy, this guy's going to come for nine, you. I'm just going to come for you. I'm going to say Harry Kane is better than everybody. Except I mean, Benzema. well... The, the, <laughs> The thing is that Harry, Harry, I'm not actually. It's not like you know, kind of sh- trying to shit on Harry Kane or anything like that. It's just like you know, trying to pinpoint the fact that you know, Harry, like someone like Harry Kane is that the stats needs to back his play up. Otherwise, he's not there. You understand? But for a player like Karen Benzema, actually, just you know, watching what he he's done, you understand the way he's you know adapted across playing you know in different front lines. So you know, he played with Gonzalo Higuain, and then he came you know uh, with Ozil, and then later on it was with you know. Uh, Bale and Cristiano Ronaldo as well and afterwards it's you know with Vini and, 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 and Rodrigo you know like the way he's adapted you know the evolution that we've seen across different phases you understand goes to tell you that there is you know a certain football intelligence that only few players in the history of the sport itself you know can claim to, to you know that they can can make a claim you know for so that's the thing like honestly like I think 
as that as Mo said, I think you would never win, you know, when it comes to H's and what is and what is not. But it's just so easy, like watching Karim Benzema, you know, it's it's at least for someone like me, like it's it shows you the essence of football itself. You understand? It's something that you because I remember I always have this argument with my brother, and I think I told Mo as well last year, like my brother always argues that why is Benzema always outside of the 18? You know, like yeah, yeah. we need some we need a presence in there. The man always drops deep and you know, does his yeah. whatever it, what what is and what is not. But that's the thing, you know, that's 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 the great thing about Karim Benzema. Like he doesn't need to be in the 18 to actually, you know, affect the game. You understand? So honestly, it is it is a very, very huge loss that we will not, you know, I think it's gonna take us a bit a, a bit of time to understand what this actually means to the team because finding a player of of, of you know of Benzema's ilk is gonna be so so difficult and almost impossible actually to do. And uh yeah, but the thing is, you know, life moves on eventually. So to make a new house, you have to break one old house down. So this is just part of the thing. <laughs> yeah, Far- Farouk is not big on deforestation, so you know, yeah, break old houses. <laughs> but, I, but but to add what Farouk said, I think there was a there was this thing in the Spanish press that came out like uh, today. You know, everybody is eulogizing Benzema for leaving. So they said that Benzema taught us a way to play that we did not know existed. So I, I, I guess that is that, you know, that's the point of it. Nobody knew, like, this is how you could play the center forward role. A lot of players have come, done their thing. Everybody, you know, does their thing and shows how they play football. And Karim Benzema came and showed everybody, especially Ramadan fans, like a different style of football, a different style of center forward play. And I guess now we all know what to expect. And I guess once we have seen this, we expect the next one to do the same thing. And if they don't do the same thing, <laughs> we'll be disappointed. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I mean, the thing is, when, you know, was it Perez who made the remark that, you know, uh, Benzema is the amalgamation of Zidane and uh, Phenomenal? Yeah. When I used to, when I used to listen to that, uh, the, the, the the very first time, I used to think, you know, maybe it's just, you know, hyperbole, you know, uh, he's just hyping up someone. But uh, the genuine turn of form and, 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 uh, uh, I should stress this: the the initiative and responsibility that he took on once Cristiano left, completely, you know, uh, um, hit that statement home, because I didn't expect him to step up through the gears like he did, um, you know, post Cristiano, and that specific, uh, um, you know, rise to the occasion from from Kadim makes me completely believe that. Um, Karim will be a bigger loss than Cristiano, <clears throat> to be honest, because even during Cristiano's uh, departure, like I was, I was still feeling the similar way, but I don't know. This feels even more heavy. Maybe it's because hmm. I think you have to realize that Karim is the system, right? Karim is the system yeah. of the Ramadan team. We already see when Karim does not play the system struggles, even though like uh, the focal point is Vinicius and back then even Cristiano was the focal point. But without Karim, things that happen did not happen, do not happen, you know. Without Karim pulling up those uh, strikers, uh, those defenders away, those spaces aren't created for Vinicius or Cristiano to run, run into. And right now, you know, there, there's this thing I used to notice a lot in the 18-19 season, especially, you know, when Kareem did not drop deep, the ball wouldn't progress further. We had Casemiro, Cruz and Modric, you know, one of the greatest midfields of all time. But still, you needed Kareem to progress the ball. So I guess that is something that's going to be a big mess again for um, next season, you know, how to progress the ball. And I guess that's why they are uh, looking for a more creative-minded player in the in those areas, maybe. But let's see what happens. For me personally, that's, Kareem is the system. So, you know, it's, it's very difficult to replace in the system overnight. Um, see, the, the one thing that I'm kind of happy about um, the Harry Kane links is, is, is the fact that their the play, play styles are pretty similar. 
you know, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's they, they're similar. You know, I completely agree with that. There, there's one key difference between the two. Karim Benzema, if you watch him play, links up a lot around the box. Harry Kane does not yeah. do that. Harry Kane is more direct. And uh, yeah, Karim, Benzema, yeah. Karim Benzema has the ability. To but don't you think it is? Him. Don't you think it's a byproduct of the Premier League and the way teams set up in the Premier League? I, I think what happened with Benzema was the fact that he he's never been pacey, right? And uh, yeah. initially, when he broke into the Lyon team, he was uh, kind of playing out wide uh, on the left wing. So when you don't have the pace to beat players, you sort of start, start improvising. Not everybody can do that. Like we saw Marco Asensio, but he did, he wasn't able to do that. But uh, Benzema, that he figured out pretty early on his career that you know he had to play those one twos and get around players. So that was something that carried on, and that's what something that we see. The only player who I see this uh, currently in it's I mean Guiri for you know. I think he's playing for Ren, but you know he doesn't really have the presence of Benzema in the box and you know goal scoring ability. Right, Hassan says, uh, "Bro, I'm devastated. I opened Twitter this morning and the first thing I see is Comunicado Oficial." Yeah, man, I was sleeping. I, I I was sleeping, and I suddenly woke woke up and it was first thing I see is Jacob's message, you know, and Farouk insulting him for posting this first thing in the morning. So. <laughs> I, I I I wake up and then see. You know, uh, like a bunch of notifications from WhatsApp, and then I knew that something big must have happened. Yeah, so my my fears became true when I opened up Instagram. The first post was, you know, like Hassan said, you know, uh, our Instagram page announcing, you know, Benzema's departure. I just went, I just went numb. I just went, you know, um, yeah, completely black, man, because. In complete contrast to today, yesterday when I heard Asensio, I was like, "Boom!" You know, I was on the on the edit, you know, right away uh, to get something out. But once I saw Benzema's and I started to do something uh, uh, as, as, as a poster, you know, gracias Benzema, something something like that, like my brain couldn't function, man. It's just it, it just is different, you know, like I. I'm really struggling for words to, you know, really. Yes. Uh, I, I I get what you're saying because you know, if, if if I had to do it today, I would have the same sentiment. I woke up in the morning and I was like, yeah, we this this something has changed, you know, because like yesterday we were uh, going with the Essencio poster, right? Because Essencio was leaving, and you know, we were kind of expecting all just all up, maybe his announcement might come and stuff like that. But today, suddenly, I had to wake up in the morning and like, you know, just let's do something simple and stuff like that. I had a picture that I had made for Benzema, like I anticipated this, so. Kind of held out today, but overall, yeah, you know, uh, mm. I understand where you're coming from. It was like pretty devastating to, you know, wake up and suddenly you see Benzema is leaving. This is the guy you, you know, you kind of grew up with. You've seen Real Madrid, you know, his whole Real Madrid career play out. So it's it's a loss. It's a huge loss. You know, you really can't underplay it. Ashik says, I woke up, saw the news and then looked at my own bank account and felt like crap. Yeah, Ashik, you're in the wrong profession. Uh, I, I should say, Ashik, bro, maybe maybe get into some, uh, you know, some underground shit, man. Maybe, maybe you can earn what Benzema earns. But yeah, like Farouk, when you look at that that kind of money, four hundred million in two years, I mean, you can't really say no. I mean, yeah, but I think there is a money aspect as well. But I mean. I, uh, the only player that I can think of that comes to my mind, you know, that's going to be an icon for the Arab nation is only Mohamed Salah. Most likely, maybe he's the only player that might be a more stronger pull in the Arab nation than Karim Benzema. No, it's honestly... no, 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 no. I, I disagree with that. I think Benzema is like... Benzema has been for a longer time, right? I, maybe Sunayad knows it better because he lived there. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you something. Since Salah is a, is a misery, by a misery meaning he's an Egyptian, 
the Arabs, they hate the Egyptians, man. Yeah, the they hate Egyptians hands down. So Karibism is a much more popular um, name, 100%, like what Mo said. So yeah. that's the thing, like, you know, like, I feel like, you know, there is always going to be that that aspect to it as well, you know, like, uh, mm-hmm. being, you know, the icon of the whole Arab nation and, you know, the the the, the world cup beat of, of, of Saudi Arabia as well. But obviously, like, the money is something significant that it's, you know, difficult to turn down as well. And I mean, it's it's one like one last big pay. So honestly, I can't really fault him because what else is he? What what else is there to do that hasn't been done? I mean, for current from current perspective, like there is nothing to be done. He's done everything he can do, and as you guys you know rightly pointed out before, like he's someone who idolizes Zidane a lot, and you know going out at the uh, you know at the, as high as possible. It's just that I just uh, feel so you know the only downside I feel about this is the fact that you know the last thing that they have done is the four 0 defeat that they actually had. Honestly, like. That's the only taint, you know, that that is there. But for me, honestly, like, I wouldn't say I was actually emotionally devastated because, I mean, when Cristiano left, the only thing I didn't do was cry. Like, I was, like, still, you know, like, I was... Because, like, actually, I got the phone call from someone and he told me on the bus. And I missed the stop I was going to drop because I was in shock. You understand? So <laughs> that, 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 that was the thing, you know. But, honestly, uh, Benzema one wasn't as... Maybe because I, I'm actually, these days, not that engaged in that stuff. So, maybe that's why. But, honestly, like... Uh, I like engaged it, like, in what video. stuff? What stuff? That stuff. Like, that I mean... Stuff. What stuff? I'm not, I'm, not, stuff? I'm not engaged right now in, you know, like, football that in much. Like, this past what? two weeks, I have not been engaged in football, like, that much. That's oh, like, okay. Okay. But so, you're still engaged stuff. with the with the club, right? You still love the club, though, no? I mean, I have a, I have a life that things happen in my life that ha- that obviously are more important than the club. Of course, definitely. Like I mean, so my because of that, God, this guy, this guy. Honestly, I got a question. What, what, what I'm, what I'm trying, what I'm gonna, what I'm gonna, what I'm just trying to say to you guys is, that I'm just joking. I'm just Benzema joking. living right now, I think for me would be more difficult to accept if he had left two years ago. Mm. For me now, it's more of acceptable because I feel like it's yeah. come to. Yeah, I mean, it's not a forced ending. It's just a, nat- a natural cycle. Has natural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You understand? That's so, okay, a, I can understand the abruptness it. of it. And as I said, like, for me, the personal thing I feel the most is that I don't want Benzema to be remembered with the 4-0 at the Etihad. Honestly, this is, you know, mm. the only but thing I I, I told you, I told you in the post-match right there and then that, you know, if a if couple of players were to walk away, this this will be a taint, you know? I, I will just say this to you, honestly, like, if Cross had walked away, actually, I wouldn't have felt anything. Like, I wouldn't, like, I felt like Cross this and that. But, I mean, like, I grew up watching Benzema much more, you understand? So, I feel like Benzema is more, I don't know, is more my person than, than, than for example, Tony Cross is, for example. And look well, at why are you bashing what... Tony Cross, man? I'm not bashing <laughs> him, man. I'm just telling Yeah, him that's about, like... job, you know? That's not your job. <laughs> I, I don't bash anybody. Come on, relax. Right, go on, Faro. Well, yeah, man, anyways, man, like, honestly, I think you said it earlier, like, you know, like, uh, Big Steve turned out to be, you know, I don't know, a preacher, a pastor, a pope, or whatever it is, man. He said 4-0, it became 4-0. <laughs> he said, I'm, I'm I'm, sending your guys into, you know, early retirement, and I mean, and that's the thing. I mean, Benzema is not early retirement, he's only 35, he's with 36 this year. So. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Maybe he just, he, maybe he just is, you know, telling us the signs that everyone sees, you know, even we see it, but... We share sentiment with the club, which kind of clouds our judgment at times. 
it's only natural it's only natural but for, um, for me the only thing is like i i you know if, if you're like for me the only thing would be that benzema has been hinting at this since january he, i mentioned it right earlier in the podcast i mentioned it again you know this 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 thing about uh, leaving he was asked about it in a conference he was asked you know in a press conference super copa de espana in, in saudi arabia of all places they asked him are you going to stay one more year and he says let's let's take it day by day that's when i knew something was off Uh, you know, this is how it's transpired, and you know, no, you but no, but really, I mean, in every high-profile press conference, when a big player is being, especially if he's, you know, uh, coming to the end of his no, contract, no, 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 no. obviously you know, they're going to say just, diplomatic just, answers. Just have, to, just have to look back two months ago, right? Benzema, after winning the Ballon d'Or, like uh, he he did a couple of press conferences. He was asked, like, what 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 about the future? Are you going to go back to Lyon? And he said, no, uh, for my career, I have to re- retire at Real Madrid. That's what he said. And then two months later, this is January after the World Cup. I think something happened at the World Cup. You know, uh, the way it turned out for him. I personally, like being a Benzema fan, I realized the fact that that World Cup meant a lot to him. You know, he 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 really was counting on it. He was pretty happy when he got the call back to the French team because I think mm. he really wanted to be. If you know about Benzema, like 2014, he he dragged that French France team into the quarterfinals, right? And this yep. uh, w- yeah. what what was said that you know Benzema, you know, you just have to just have to bear three through these years because that France team was garbage. In 2018, there's going to be a good crop, and I think he was really wanted to lead that France team to the World Cup in 2018. He couldn't do that, so I think he felt like 22 was a redemption, but it didn't work out. And then Deschamps stays on after the World Cup, and you know that was pretty much the end for him. He was, he knew he wasn't going to come go back to the Euros and stuff like that. I think if Zidane had been appointed the French national team manager, probably he would have had hope, and maybe he continued to run But ever since those turn of events happened, I, I think he lost motivation. Personally, that's that's what I feel. And you know the in the. Uh, Zidane's influence on Benzema's career cannot be under, underrated. You know, if yep. if it hadn't been for Zidane, it probably Benzema wouldn't have been in Real Madrid. So it's not a surprise that he follows in his footsteps and you know leads at the time when he feels uh, he's on a high. Yeah, I also think without Zidane, actually, I don't think Benz actually lasted that much at Real Madrid as well. Well, um, what what a fucking World Cup does to you, right? The one of the worst, one of the most cursed. World Cups that I've witnessed in my lifetime, the way it panned out. Um, PSG finally had the last laugh at Madrid. Eh? <laughs> I don't know, you know. Um, so, see, let's let's go back and and if we had a time machine and Benzema actually gets selected, I mean, he he got selected, but he gets to play the entire World Cup and France le- reaches the final. I'm pretty confident that if Benzema and Mbappe and all those guys play together, um, Argentina are blown away. And if Benzema wins the World Cup, then he is in a much better run of form, much better mood. You know, um, maybe, maybe much better performances for us uh, in turn. You know, he he could have stayed stayed one more year if that was the case. But yeah, man, uh, things didn't really pan out um, like we wanted it to, like he wanted it to, especially. Dennis the Great says uh, Ronaldo Ronaldo Ronaldo's departure definitely hurt more. I was in my late teens, 17 years old, but I'll be uh, but I'll 100% miss Benzema. Mm, Kane to Madrid. I would love Kane, but don't see Kane leaving England. Um, I'll be honest. Well, I don't know, man. Um, I was of the similar um, opinion as well, but it seems like you know if anybody can pry Kane away from. Uh, from Tottenham, it could be us at this rate. I don't know, and the and the prospect of actually having expressions on the podcast, man, that just gives me, you know, uh, 
uh, all sorts of <laughs> dopamine um uh, honestly and well, yeah, well guys isn't is it worth it to like to you know go after mm-hmm. something that's very difficult to attain and then eventually miss out on this i just feel like the whole kane thing is a very well i was never I mean, a fan of paying 100 million for benzema i mean for harry kane for in, in, in the beginning but you should understand farooq that so many people are basically relying on him moving to the bonabao so many people's hopes are pinned on harry kane at this at this moment in time i mean the point is i feel like 100 100 million isn't outrageous because we paid the same thing for hazard he had one year left on his contract or something similar exactly so i'm not sure why it was i mean but the thing is just what i feel is that it's going to be a very difficult you know approach and then the thing is that we're like now left with just two attackers you know i feel like it's 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 better to have you know i don't know a better plan i don't know what what you guys will suggest as an alternative but i feel like it's maybe time to move away from the whole thing as mo said it's going to be difficult you know to build a, a new system over you know overnight but i think it's time you know that we start to think of you know starting to build an alternative system with different kind of players honestly that's the thing like trying to pry away kane will you know i don't know what the news are or whatever but it will require a lot of persuasion on kane side first because he believes that and i also believe that he can break shares record in the epl and the second thing is dealing with daniel levy as well so this is thing like it's looking very very complicated i mean okay maybe it's because i am a layman you know i don't understand you know the 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 the, the dynamics of what how they negotiate on the market ball bro I you're mean, a layman you're a layman that's <laughs> probably the understatement of the year <laughs> he's a humble kid man come on mo don't pull him but uh friendly reminder again people that this is a live call in show we haven't received a single call yet but we are still keeping the conversation running so if you guys want to join in on the conversation the link is in the description uh of the video uh yeah man the the room meeting and passcode are right there so yeah man uh, feel free to join us but um, but guys well, one thing is that if if actually kane joins us you guys think then like the likes of my carriage will now start to praise us as well and then we don't become the enemy of all the english pundits i mean the english captain plays for us so we should become the favorite of the national the future, media in the england fu- as the well the future english captain might play for us as well I mean not until which is that point but I mean Kane is the guy he's the real deal for now I feel like if he joins us that's when at least one positive we become favorites automatically again for everything I don't know man uh, uh, they might actually hate us for taking those english players away <laughs> especially especially Jude I'm pretty sure nobody gives a fuck about Harry Kane um at least at least at this point you know everyone would want them at their club but they know realistically you know levy is not going to sell uh, you know harry kane to a premier league club unless it's for some ludicrous I mean, you know it would be a non- pretty huge ego blow ego blow for every, all of those people in the english media right with all of mm-hmm. like uh, talking about how premier league is the greatest league in the world nobody can trump it's you know pull and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, you go to england uh, you go to english journalists and nobody will be prepared to accept that ramur is the biggest club in the world for them it will always be united so uh, you know having ingram to take both their captain and future captain is going to be a body blow to their ego and you, you don't know how people react when their egos get beaten mm. yeah i mean after after last year i mean the 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 public perception of, of uh, real madrid as a club has 100% changed the way we want it you know i'm pretty sure yes there'll be a couple of salty you know um geezers who would say you know liverpool of Manchester United are you know the biggest club in the world and blah 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 but they know the magnitude of what we are are just levels you know levels above right um 
Yadoz in the chat, he says, this season was disappointing in all phases for Benzema, though it's sad but understandable. The injury situation didn't help. He came back a different player compared to the Ballon d'Or Zima. Word play, word play. Lolo Lol says, uh, hopefully we get Kane. That's the perfect replacement. Ashik says, I didn't feel that that hard with Cristiano leaving. 100 billion for 33-year-old footballer is great business. I mean... Nobody was fucking looking at what we're getting, man. Let's be honest, Ashik. Ashik is an older guy. He has seen, you know, since uh, seen the days of Emily Botragueno and Hugo Sanchez. So for him, it'll be a different, um, you know, kettle of fish. But for us, we're pretty young. We, we were never looking at what we're getting for Cristiano, um, I'll be honest. I think a lot of people were actually attached with Cristiano because they started supporting the club because of Cristiano, so I guess. Yeah. It was yeah. more hurt. For me, I've been supporting Real Madrid like a little bit more than that. And uh, for me, Benzema was like, he's somebody I really wanted at the club and I followed his career. So he kind of hurts more for Cristiano. But I totally understand why people would be... You know, Before I actually started following the club, I used to hear the name Benzema. So that that's that's how I... I kind of understand the the level of talent he was, you know, how uh, so many clubs, especially, uh, you know, uh, the great uh, clubs of the time, you know, places like, you know, Old Trafford, where, where, you know, really, really craving for someone like Karim Benzema. I think, um, I think Rio said it best, right? Rio Ferdinand, when he said that Mr. Axel wanted him badly. And mm. even uh, Jean-Michel Olas, the president of Olas, he said that, you know, they had a better offer from United, but Benzema said he wanted to go to Ramirez, so he came to Ramirez. Mm. And the mm. goal that he scored against United in the Champions League is, is legendary. Yeah, yeah, 100%. How old was he? 19, no? Yeah, when he came to Madrid, he was 21, so probably 20 or something. Yeah, 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 19 or 20, yeah. Um, Yadu says, and the offer was just mad. Even one person of what they're offering is life-changing. I, I guess he's referring to, you know, Karim Benzema's uh, contract with Etihad. Ashik says, Ken and Bellingham, Sorry, Mo? No, no, nothing. <laughs> Ashik says, Kane and Bellingham. Um, English team, English team at Real Madrid, they are going to light up uh, like the world beaters uh, that England are. Mighty English team. Yeah, that would be my for you as well. You know, we had this period in time at Real Madrid when there was a lot of Dutch influence and Dutch, like Dutch football team are huge chokers. So mm. Real Madrid of that time, like pretty bad. I don't. Really, I hope it doesn't get repeated right now. <laughs> but but Seedorf, people like Seedorf were, were an anomaly, I guess, right? I, I mean, we had Van der Waard, we had Schneider, we had Robin. And yeah, guys, yeah, that, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like a continuous round of sixteen exits. So, <laughs> I, I was a huge fan of that that Dutch team. Honestly, I still have a soft spot, but fuckers like you know Van Dyke has completely taken that away. But yeah, it is what it is. Um. Dennis the Great says, I just wonder if Danny Levy will put a mad price on Kane. You wonder. Actually, you wonder, uh, Dennis. <laughs> you wonder. There's a journalist in England called Miguel Delaney. I don't know if you guys know about him. He Miguel Delaney is a footballer, no? <laughs> he, he quoted he a used price. To play for Dortmund. He, he, he quoted a price. No, no, not like, that. He, he's a writer, I think, for the Telegraph or something like yeah. that. He, he uh, quoted okay. 200 million pounds for, for Harry Kane. And I was that, like, yeah, what, what, they can keep him for that. Euro. Mm. Not happening. What was that, Farouk? No, no, I said it's 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 a, it's a crazy number. I actually read what Mo was saying earlier today as well. Like it's it's impossible to do. Like that's why I'm saying like there is no point, you know, wasting time over like mm. something that's that's you know looking even 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 if this 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 operation Kane has I think it's, at it's least going to be closer to hundred million hundred million pounds probably. 
Mm. Now it's up to us, like how we negotiate it. Mm. Yeah, man. Uh, like even if we have a ninety percent chance of getting him to actually get him in, we'll have to work our ass off for two months, completely focusing on this bald. You know, um, I, I don't know. Tesco Pitbull, you know, in in yeah, Daniel Levy. Modric actually talked about it. You know, Daniel Levy almost covered his move to Real Madrid. Yeah. He, yeah, he, he's. He sabotaged his move to Chelsea as well. I mean, Chelsea is understandable. Real Madrid not so much because he he promised yeah, him a move this this summer, and you know, Chelsea and, and Spurs. Yeah, they they go way back, right? Um, Ashik says soon we'll get Reese James. We'll get the English winning DNA. Yeah, Reese James is a pipe team. That's never going to happen. Aaron Hunter says uh, next season just look out for Cruz and Modric to start every game. There you go. <laughs> yeah, Farouk. Farouk will stop coming on the podcast if that happens. Oh, I mean, Farouk <laughs> will stop coming on the podcast either way. But you know. <laughs> oh yeah, true, true, true. We, we we probably have to call the military and keep tabs on it. But I, the the point is like if you get Jude, like if you get Jude and well, Fairness says like obviously they can start every game. That's the thing. Like I mean, they are not strikers. Like they are not attackers. That's the. Whole I point. just like, hope that he doesn't play Cruz DM again, man. Well, that's that, that that's a thing more like then what do you do? Like I mean, the point is we all know that Chouamani is not your game. It's not a DM. Are you gonna play? I think Kamavinga has, has to play there. Well, actually, I'm not. I don't like that idea, honestly. To be honest, Kamavinga. Like, I think Kamavinga is pretty good in the deeper areas. You know, playing in half spaces and stuff. So. Kamavinga, uh, Chouamani as the pivot. Bellingham. This is Cross and Modric without Cross and Modric. Uh, Kamavinga, Chouamani as the pivot. Bellingham as the AM. Would be nice. I feel like it could, it could work great. Um, yeah, it could work. We just had to see it in action, that's all. Yeah, yeah. Hassan says, uh, Man United with three Champions Leagues. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I still remember, you know, when Benzema actually, uh, we won the three-peat. That was my go-to, you know, in our group chats. You know, I used to tell them, Benzema, the guy who used to mock, has four Champions Leagues, Manchester United in the entire fucking history. As three. Then they used to say, oh, how can you compare a player to a club? And I used to ask them, you know, how fucking ashamed are you to even, you know, contemplate that? This is what you guys have succumbed to, you know. But anyways. You I know, mean, Mariano has more Champions League titles than Arsenal. I mean, Arsenal was never a European great. You yeah, know, that's, that true, is, that's true. They, that they had that one chance. A caveat. Yeah. yeah. So, Arsenal were never really, you know, a continental, you know, great. So, you can, you uh, can really guys. Slide we, we have we have low 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 waiting in the waiting room. I'm just gonna let him in. Right. Yeah. Go for it. We gotta ask Lolo Lol's actual name. This is gonna be interesting. You know, <laughs> for the first time, name reveal. Do we have to do a ceremony and stuff? <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe. I don't know. Uh, he's currently connecting to. The... He's connecting okay. to his audio currently. Okay. Just gonna drink some water. Just give me a second. I, I wonder why Sunil has to hide himself when he's drinking water. He doesn't want people to see his mouth. Yeah. See, I have, I, I've, the, I have the teeth. Like those um, sharks no, and jaws. I, 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 I was more. I, I was. I was more thinking along the lines. You know, nobody wants to. Like you don't want anybody to see your water bottle. 
maybe it's one of those hello kitty bottles and stuff like that no 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 it's vodka that's why <laughs> hey <laughs> no 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 you there is it working yeah, yeah it working. is oh is my video working no no oh, okay oh, oh well yeah so what's the the conversation the conversation is pretty pretty mixed man uh but before we get into it what's your actual name let's hear it um oh my actual name oh raul milonzo raul raul milan milonzo milanza right right yeah, okay. yeah. okay 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 i was, bo- nice I to was meet born you, man. In, yeah yeah i was born in spain but i'm south african so i moved back to south africa but i was born in madrid Okay 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 oh, wow. nice 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 yeah, yeah. that's that's nice nice uh mix I'm pretty sure just like Dennis you know Spain and England um it's nice nice combination but yeah man um this the conversation we were just basically going off by the comments cuz you know um they were the chat was blowing up but tell us your thoughts man this day uh was was supposed to be you know so magnificent going by how the season started you know um we realistically should have been looking at the champions league final but we are looking down the barrel of you know so many great players leaving all together and uh, you know the pick of the bunch being Karim Benzema second all time goal scorer top all time assist maker you know uh, one of the greats of the game how do you feel you know for me you know as of the champions league but just focusing on benzema for me i knew he was going to live because you know the effort that he was showing wasn't the same as other seasons mm-hmm. you know for me for me when i look at benzema he's more of a, a zidane type of character where mm. when he doesn't have much more you can tell it's like in the it's like in 2006 with zidane club boys he just wasn't the same but internationally mm-hmm. he was mm-hmm. like everyone says oh zidane ran it back in 2006 but that was the same zidane of 2005 4 and before yeah yeah but after that you know you saw him or oh, he would miss a lot of games you dear but injuries it's the same thing with benzema currently it's just like a, a new generation version of it but with Benzema he had bad luck with the national team so i knew oh uh, yeah he's definitely living i thought he would retire actually if mm. they had won the world cup mm. but how i see it is like at the end of the day it was time to move on as well yeah I completely but- agree with him you know about the motivation aspect we all we touched upon it uh, especially after the world cup i think the motivation just wasn't there Yeah. the drop off um the drop off did you expect it lol lol i i mean you pretty sure did just by the way you kind of you know put, put it up but um talk to me about about the sense of loss are you feeling a sense of loss because i sure am for once oh 100% you know mm. when it was presented at the benaba i actually went so Oh, was, oh shit. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I was I was part of Benzema FC since the beginning and I remember when he would score like five goals 
in a season, everyone wanted him out. I remember people were talking about, oh, bring Aguero, bring this player and this player. And at the end of the day, to see him prove everyone wrong, especially with last season, finally winning the Ballon d'Or, you know, it was, it was different. But how mm. I also view it is that with someone like Benzema, it's they're either 100% there or they're 100% not. Because even if you're scoring five goals, yeah. He, he was still there with his link-up. His link-up was still the highest level. Like yeah, super elite. Yeah, yeah a, lot of, a lot of us used to make excuses for his lack of goals and say, oh, but he's, he's playing a centre-forward because he was that good at link-up. And it worked, but mm. he was actually just serving a poor season. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I completely... It's a pretty fair assessment, right? Mm. Benzema's, you could see, you know, when Benzema is not moving around dynamically... He doesn't have that uh, movement. You you can tell something's wrong with Benzema. Even when he gets yeah. injured, you know, he, he's being rushed back. You can see that this guy is not fit because the movement isn't there. That, that it's all about the fluidity, right, well, yeah. with Benzema. Mm. Fluidity and dynamism. Mm, 100%. Yeah, yeah. And another thing I realized with Benzema is that this season is that even when he scored goals, you could tell it didn't mean as much to him because for him, it was more of, I'm doing a job, not necessarily, oh, I need to carry this team. Because what we saw in, for example, 2019, yeah. it was Benzema saying, you know, you guys are saying bail. You guys, yeah. you guys are saying Isco. You guys are saying this. I'm going to be the one. Kind of mm. like what we see currently yeah. in Vinicius. You know, yeah. that's why. Yeah. There's something to prove. Yeah, yeah, that's why mm. in many aspects, mm. like mm. it's sad to lose Benzema, mm. but I feel like a lot of people don't realize that mm. our youngsters have gained that mentality that I need to step up. 100%. 100%. That... Yeah, because we even hear Rodrigo now say, oh, mm. it's my time now. Mm. Yeah, and especially in the a... last few games, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and this is a Rodrigo that a lot of people were starting to say, oh, does he have that mentality? Like, Because Vinny has that mentality. Even though he would miss a thousand chances, he would still go and go and go. With Rodrigo, it would be like, oh, you just not be consistent. Uh, Raul, actually, we have Ashik in the chat. Uh, he's in the waiting room as well. Uh, yeah. I'm just going to let him as well. So uh, thank you for joining, man. It's, it was nice to have you on. Yeah, 100%. Uh, big him up, man. Big him up. Yeah, it was for, actually nice to hear you speak again, you know, for the first time. Lololol <laughs> <laughs> has been one of our earliest people, you know, on the on the channel, man. Big, big yourself up, man. Um, yeah, man. Uh, must love, bro. Must love. Okay, easy, easy. Take it easy, Raul. Send. No, uh, no, 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 big him up, man. Big him up. Yeah, it was actually nice to hear you speak again, you know, for the first time. Yes, and then now I can feel oh. what you're talking about. <laughs> hey, actually, can you just mute your uh, your YouTube? Man. Um, yeah. yeah, I think yeah, he's he, good he, now. He, no, he muted the whole thing. Like, you muted yourself, actually, Ashik. Like, you should mute the, the other screen, I think. Or the yeah, other. Just, or... just mute the YouTube. Video. I just did. Uh, I, oh, okay. I, okay. Basically, welcome to. The... Uh, finally, we get you get to hear my voice, eh? Yeah, 100%. I mean, welcome to the show. I mean, 
I mean, actually, like, I got one good news this morning. It was about, you know, Ancelotti and Brazil people. And this, you coming on today is the second big one, man. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Farouk doesn't hold back. I, I mean, Ashik is our OG guy, man. So, you know, having him here actually means something, honestly. Like, see, all Raul has all thing for coming. Well, I mean, Ashik is my guy. You know, we, we have banter going on between me and him, actually. Pleasure, man. It's a pleasure. It's a lot of fun listening to you guys. Um, I was actually thinking about not joining because I rather enjoy, I enjoy listening to you guys actually taking your opinion rather than presenting mine. But, uh, but it's a lot of fun. Like, I, I, it's it's good to see other people's view, right? As fans, you know, different can take, like, and then you actually get a different perspective and you understand you know, you, you once you start looking at it from other people's perspective, we don't always look at the same thing. Like, you know, somebody might go and say, you know, uh, oh, I don't think this particular player is good. Like me personally, I I wouldn't want Harry Kane in Real Madrid. But oh, I could, right? really? I wouldn't want him. No. Yeah, no, he came you... with the nuclear missiles, right? <laughs> he came with the nuclear... <laughs> There but, you go. The, the, this, this man is guaranteed entertainment. But uh, enlighten us, man. Like, break it down for us. So well, why I, don't you exactly don't want Harry Kane? What is the reason? So, there, there's, so I don't think Harry Kane's a bad player. I don't think Harry Kane's... A, I think Harry Kane is a great guy. Mm. <laughs> great guy. Oh, my God. You're <laughs> fucking shitting on him. No, no. <laughs> that, I mean, that, that's a violation. If, he is, he is. if you actually look at, as a captain, as a leader, what he did when, the, you know, the whole racism thing happened with England. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Sure. Kane and Southgate, Southgate mm. did a lot more than what the German German captain and German coach did to protect Ozil. Yeah, and yeah, hundred percent. They didn't do anything. They left him out to um, to dry. They they basically completely let him fight it on his own. Whereas Southgate and Kane actually stood up. They're the leaders right away, right away. Mm. They were mm. That's pretty mm. classy. That shows a lot of character in the players. I don't think I don't find Kane to be the right guy. And I could be wrong, you know, because we play in a different way, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and and if you look at the way Benzema moves and everything, Kane's a poacher. Kane doesn't have those technical abilities that Benzema has. And we're used to playing that way. Benzema's a dribbler. Kane, when was, when was the last time you saw Kane actually dribble? He will do those link-up, but he's he's different kind of player. The other thing is that English players, when they come to Real Madrid or when they come to Spain, Look at look at look at uh, the right back that Atletico brought Trippier, right? Trippier, yeah. yeah. He left as soon as he got a chance. He left. Um, Atletico obviously won't be paying as much as Newcastle would, but he left mm. because they mm. feel sick. They they're very comfortable in their you know marshy, rainy English weather. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand how how you get turned off by the sun. Yeah, I, yeah, they're they're almost allergic to sun. That's why they don't win the World Cups, right? Because it's a summer tournament. <laughs> That's a valid point, you know. So, so <laughs> it's a risk. I mean, maybe he'll be successful, but it's a huge risk. And uh, whereas Bellingham is a different issue, I still am very iffy about Bellingham coming in. He's coming with injury. I just hope this doesn't This guy's my guy. This guy's my guy. <laughs> 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 it's, 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 it's well it's it's a huge risk especially in a transition period mm. getting players because we don't have we're not a state back club so yeah. it's not like yeah. we can afford to just you know buy players and 
th- those days are gone where we can experiment with players and just keep spending money. Mm. So, so we we have to. This is why I think and having Perez is, you know, it's true that we haven't bought a lot of players in these transfer seasons, but we also have to look at the flip side that smart business kept us solvent. Unlike some clubs, I shall not name. <laughs> Maybe all know who, who they are. Man. Yeah, I I don't need to. I, I'm our club. You know, we didn't have to mortgage our club. You know, turn it into a banquet hall. Turn it. I, imagine, <laughs> imagine bending yourself over for Spotify. Imagine that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine yeah, that. Ashik, like, no, let me let, let me ask you this. Like, you know, actually make a very valid point in the sense that you know, like the British players don't you know travel well. Like they, you know, even we have been burnt. You know, it's the whole Michael Owen thing. You know, John John Woodgate as also just to name a few. But what 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 would you suggest? And what's what would be your approach? You know, to replacing Benzema eventually? Then at this point, yeah. I don't know to be honest. If you look out, that's what I woke. The honest thing is that when I saw that news in the morning, I'm looking at it. I'm like, really, Jose Lu, Jose Lu. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, who do you sign? Like, Jose Lu. This is it. This is. I'm like, I'm like, who do you sign? I'm like, I'm looking at that. I'm like, okay, who do we sign exactly? I mean, unless we just basically we start pulling our own uh, levers. Who do you? There is absolutely no one to sign unless they go temporarily with, say, a proven, solid striker who's probably for for two, three years. If they still want to go the Holland and Mbappe route, then Mm. maybe two years sign someone for two, three years. Then Kane's not your guy because Kane's one of those guys you're gonna want to sign for four years, four or five years because. Yeah, 29. He still can give you two. Uh, the, he's the kind of the, the way he plays. He can still give you three, four years, um, because he's a poacher. He's a he's a he's an uh, assassin in the box kind of player. Whereas, if you're actually looking for two, three, if you want to buy two, three years and just temporarily stop gap situation, then you know go with someone established. But sure, he's in his 30, 31. Like um, you know, I, I really don't know who to talk about. I, I don't know Sadio Mane and. Because he's not staying at Bayern, Bayern's got yeah. problems with him, right? Um, so th- that's one route to go, or maybe take a ch- chance. To, you know, risk it. Go with our youth. Bring in Aribas. Bring in Arod, and go with it. T- have faith in that youth program. They they become stars in other clubs. It hurts, man. It literally hurts seeing our boys, our product, go become star in some other club. It hurts. The the main thing is that nobody nobody waits for you know uh, nobody gives our youngsters any any time to bet in they are just thrown in the deep end and just just expected to perform um, the striking situation I mean like we all know how it's gonna go right we're gonna maybe pursue Kane for a bit if it doesn't work out then it's gonna be someone like Firmino I don't understand how that's gonna go um, no Firmino's out Firmino's not a target anymore really. He's yeah. out, yeah? yeah okay, so who is in the equation now? Who, who's I, think, the Ka, equation? I think Kai is the guy, I think. No, Kai's huh? not going to play a striker. No, no, no. He's not a striker. I think Kai is, Kai is going to play as a nine, but he's not going to play as a nine because he's going to play as a nine, similar to what he did at Chelsea, but he's not going to be asked to get the goal. That's what I think is going to happen. Because what else do you think? Romero is going to start playing as a, a number 10 in the team? I'll tell you one thing, Farouk. I never yeah. agree with Ali Morono on ESPN. Never. They annoy me, but it's one of those, you know, guilty uh, thing that you want to listen to them because you want to be annoyed by them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but today, 
Ali Marona probably had the best moment in ESPN when uh, Dan Thomas asked him about Kai Havertz mm. or Real Madrid. And it's mm. his reaction. I'm like, this is never, this never happened that I was happy with his reaction. But this was a priceless reaction. He was like, he was mad. Yeah, he said he's garbage. Put Kai Havertz in the same sentence as Real Madrid. He was upset. See, see, it's in plus, it's in plus. See, I personally was a huge fan of Kai Havertz, yeah. But uh, the, the the progression that he has had uh, in, in his career since winning the Champions League, I'm I'm not a fan of, man. Like, the more I watch him, it seems like he doesn't know where the goal is. At least you need to know to finish off the easiest of chances. I know he's top scorer for Chelsea or, or something this season. But come on, man, the levels have, but, have but dropped the thing, so much. See, the, the, mm. the thing here is, Ashik, as you said right now, you actually made a very you know good day out of the stuff is that if the club is going to go with the whole Haaland and Mbappé route, you understand, you need a stopgap situation. And you yourself right now, now I mean, we, I'm in a similar position to you because I think and think and think and I don't know who is the solution to this. Who's going to be the solution? So we have to go in a more indirect route. And honestly, like, okay, I know that Hal, uh, Kai is not, you know, the greatest thing out there, but I know that also he's a very intelligent player who can link up the, you know, who can provide a platform for Vini and Rodrigo to, to shine, honestly. As long as we don't ask him to be the primary goal getter, I think Kai can do a job for that two, two, you know, one, two years that you're talking about. For me personally, I think if Kai is going to be the goal scorer, I'm not going to be happy about the signing. Uh, you know, playing him as a nine, playing him as a starter, I, I don't really know about. Maybe the objective. The, maybe growing into the starting position. Yeah, we can see about that. But as a starter, I'm not happy. And what about uh, the other stuff that Ashley said about, you know, uh, uh, Kane not settling in. That was something actually that Guti said on Chiringuito as well. He said that when Michael Owen came to Real Madrid, he had a lot of trouble settling in. And he raised the same point. You know, when English players come to Real Madrid, they have issues. So we mm-hmm. don't really know what to expect. And the, another point that I would like to raise is the fact that, you know, we signed Eden Hazard 29. We signed Kaká around the same age. And we signed, like, we're going to be probably be signing Harry Kane around 30. So that's the same issue, you know. We ended up paying off Kaka's last year contract. We ended up paying off uh, Eden Hazard's last year contract. I, my biggest fear was Hurricane is the same thing. I, I yeah. feel like because you know, yeah, you because never know. he already has a history of ankle issues, right? So mm-hmm. you never know what happens with that. And then uh, another aspect, like what Ashik said, you know, Ramadri should look for a stopgap. I think what Ramadri wanted to do is like Hurricane is a stopgap. He's gonna be here for like two years and probably flip him off back to England, maybe United or somebody. That that's probably what they're banking on because I think. I don't really see Harry Kane lasting at Ramadan for more than two or three years, personally. The, the other thing about Harry Kane is there's going to be a bidding war because Manchester United is also going to be in there. However, a good thing is that Daniel Levy doesn't want to sell him to an EPL team. So that, that's where uh, Madrid has an advantage, right? Uh, as far as Kai Havertz goes, honestly, um, here's, here, if it was 20, 30, 20 years ago, German striker, fine. I would not. German strikers are right now radioactive. Germany has not produced a striker since Miroslav Klosha retired. Big game strikers are not being produced in Germany anymore. For some odd reason, I don't know what the hell happened. Like they 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 they, they used to produce prolific strikers until Miroslav Klosha and then yeah. Klosha closed it- hundred percent. Like Jad Mola, like there's so many, so many great German strikers, and now you know, like you look at Musiala, he's not a striker either. Uh, really, full Krug, That that's what Germany has stooped down to. I mean, but the thing is, Harry Kane. If, if nobody's he comes producing in, strikers, right? Really, it's neither. Spain, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, even even Brazil doesn't have a, like a brilliant striker oh. coming off. You know, unless Hendrik does something special. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That that's a valid point. Ironically, mm. Brazil 
and Germany were known for producing strikers. They don't produce strikers. And Italy was known for producing defenders. They don't produce defenders. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess the landscape of, of what we know, um, uh, what we knew growing up, um, has completely, you know, like um, changed for the better or the worse, you know, in, in some departments everywhere. But finally, Ashik, your thoughts on Karim Benzema, man. Uh, tell us, you're, you're way older than us. You, you, you know what it's like to, you know, um, be the top guy for, for, for Real Madrid. And uh, Karim Benzema, where do you rank him among the greats? Um, so... I enjoy watching Karim Benzema, honestly. His game, it's not just about scoring. It's just the things he does. Mm. Uh, if you ask me, amongst the players I watched, I've never watched Di Stefano and uh, Pushkas and all those guys. I didn't watch it, obviously. They're probably my grandfather's generation. But if I was to go with the players I've watched, I definitely would. He's top 10, definitely, amongst the players I've watched. And he's, I would say, amongst the strikers, yeah, top five. Um, in my all-time favorite strikers for uh, Real Madrid would be Karim Benzema, uh, Ronaldo R9, obviously, because, you know, um, Raul, because of his intelligence, Butro Goeno, because just, just elegance, right? So these are the four players out of the top five strikers. Remember, Cristiano Ronaldo wasn't a striker, so yeah. I don't really put him in the striker category, but these would be my top strikers, like... Uh, <clears throat> It's not just Benzema's Benzema's ability to sacrifice, change his game, because his whole thing when he said that, you know, a guy scores 30, 40 goals a season. Of course, I'm going to be, play second fiddle to him because it's all about the team winning. That shows character that, you know, the guy wants to win. He wants collective win. He's not about individual wins, right? Like if you were to ask me if I was to build a team today and I had an offense to pick, would you would I pick Cristiano Ronaldo or Benzema? Now here's where knights are gonna be out at me. I'd actually pick Benzema first because I'm gonna mm. look at overall what you give me. Are you making other players better? Cristiano Ronaldo is gonna give me the 40 goals. Yeah. But I need to know that you know, is it sustainable? Because if he leaves, I'm I end up with nothing. But Benzema improved. Benzema is part part of the reason Vinny has improved, right? Benzema is part of the reason 100%. Improved, right. He's also a mentor. So, so overall, yeah, out of definitely top five uh, for me amongst the amongst the strikers I've watched because mm. I can't really go back to the players I haven't watched, right? Yeah, yeah, hundred uh, percent. Any, 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 anything to uh, talk about uh, regarding Asensio? Uh, Mariano and Hazard are basically non-factors, so we wouldn't go there. But Marco Asensio I has, has been. Mariano. I wish you were going to go with Mariano. I love Mariano. Uh, you, you have a fetish that. for his hair. I, I get it. <laughs> but it's, this is not the platform. This is you know, SFW <laughs> shit, man. Honestly. This is, look, 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 at his, look at his career, man. What a decorated career, Maria. <laughs> People would die for it. I'll be honest. Paid, yeah. And he, he got paid to do that, you know. Um, for 100%. Nothing. I, I think Maria uh, is the player who lasted the longest without playing as much, you know, at round how how did he though? So many factors went he just the right way for him. But the even then, it's the contract. Nobody wanted to buy him, and uh, he was happy with that contract. In, you you could just terminate the contract, right? Like I, is I it, mean, it is you, so ground groundbreaking. I mean, why would you want to pay like twenty out million to get rid of him? 
20 million really yeah okay. he, he, that, that, he's earning like 5 million per year like i think after tax or something so oh four or five. although he's the lowest rated lowest paid player but yeah. he earns more than what milan pays their highest players so like now mm. Milan obviously paying more to Leo, but yeah he gets a lot of money even when he had offers a few sleeps so. don't tell me he earned more than Giroud. yeah my god <laughs> that, that'll be <laughs> mad that'll he be mad he also has more champions league than Giro, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, that's that's mad stuff right there, man. But yeah, and bro, he are, uh, he, and he are more ponytails than Giro. So, uh, as far as Asensio goes, I remember when Asensio was going to be signed, and I think you guys saw that whole video where when uh, before Asensio signed, there's a documentary on Amazon about Real Madrid. There is actually when Asensio was going to be signed, Florentino Perez told. Asensio's mother that I will sign your boy one day, right? This was going on and he always wanted to play for him. So there, there's a soft spot for him there. But I think that knee injury really, uh, knee injuries that early in your career can be devastating. Mm-hmm. And I slowed him down a bit. Um, and uh, one of the things, and Asensio actually started off as a midfield. Um, he's actually a midfielder. So playing him in the wing, I don't think he fares well. I mean, he's he's on and off. But every time he played actually a little further behind, you'll see that he, he I think there are games where he had hat-trick. That's because he came into midfield. He does a lot. Mayoka. Midfield. Exactly. He, 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 he is originally a midfielder, not a winger, really, right? But um, losing a sensor, I think it's good for him. I think he needs regular football. Uh, he's still young. He, he, he It doesn't matter which team he goes to. He's definitely going to be, like I keep saying, as a joke, that he's an upgrade for PSG in that position. Yeah, or Messi. <laughs> whoever, the hell, whoever the hell he is. <laughs> I had to cast that, you know. Now I get it. <laughs> I, clearly, he's an upgrade because the player he's replacing is going to Saudi. I mean, Saudi League, you know, public. Uh, but uh, we don't talk about public players. <laughs> but, but, but no, I, I think it's good for us, Sensio. I mean, you know, um, Messi, Cristiano, Benz, and them, they're going to make their money. They're there towards the end of their career. Asensio is not there. Asensio needs to play regular football. He's going to get European football. Um, I think the, the pressure is a little lower if uh, in PSG compared to what the pressure is in. It's not easy, right? Mentally, Real yeah. Madrid. Real Madrid is by far one of the toughest team to play for, if not the toughest, right? You're you're gonna get booed by your own fans. It's just we are we are spoiled by our, our success. The fans we're cursed for that, right? Mm. We are gonna boo our players because you know what? For every loose ball you have to fight, it's not about just playing pretty football, it's also fighting for and grinding out, like do whatever it has to do, you have to do to win. So for Asensio, that's tough. I feel that that was tough. After injury, it's not easy. I mean, yeah, he scored a goal, though, right off the bat as soon as he came in. But yeah, yeah. He's, right? so it, remember, you guys remember Hesse. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That season, he was having a career season. And that one injury that was the end of that, right? So it's, it's. Uh, I think it's a good for him. Like, you know, we, we are fans. We don't like to see our players go away from our team, but we also have to look at it that we are also their fans. It's We need to always give them, you know, wish them be- the best because we want these players to be successful, right? That's what makes the game beautiful, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. 100%. 100%. Yeah, man. Well, thank you for joining us, Ashik. It's uh, 
Nice to see you in your flesh. Um, you know, finally, <laughs> finally, finally. It's it's been a long time coming. But yeah, man, pick up yourself. Uh, keep tuning in, bro. Uh, your support is what, you know, makes the show. Yeah. No, enjoy it. Keep it up, guys. Nothing I'm still going to be listening to the show once I get off anyway. So you'll still see my comments. Great work, guys. And looking forward to next season as well. Truly. Yeah, man. Thanks, man. Must yeah. love. Must love, Ashik. Take care. Right, right. So you see, Ashik isn't just witty on text. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he has his bazookas uh, loaded. You know, um, even even in person. But no, but yeah, I like we... the point he made about Essencia. You know, in in Spanish, Essencia actually has a nickname called Ausencia. That's kind of a play on the Spanish word for absence. Uh, he, oh uh, shit! You know, Ashik uh, touched upon the fact that Essencia, when he suffered that. Uh, uh, knee injury it sort of yeah. went downhill for him but I would say that even before that he he sort of had like a mixed back season you know because yeah. uh, he refused to take up the responsibility and I think that's the, that's the point about Asensio before this before, Ashik said that for playing for Amateur you need to have a character right you need to have a quality yeah. ready to be yeah. fighting ready to take that leap you know of leadership that is a, that thing is on the field back you know, I, you know I never after s- that injury after that injury he realized that and he tried to change it but it yeah. didn't work out for him but I never saw Asensio as the guy who would shy away from a challenge. It's not nah, about man, shying away from a challenge. It's not about shying away from a challenge. It's more about taking responsibility when the going gets tough. You know, leading the team from the front. Asensio I mean, tried to do I, that I, in I, 1920, but, you know, he got injured against Arsenal and then that was that. I think after, you know, the whole Cristiano left in, like, there was... I, I actually also realized that as well. Like, I think it's something that more also say that. It's not about, you know... Uh, it's just about like not caring and not showing up. You know, the thing is that, for example, you know, uh, as you guys, you know, talked about, even Ashik pointed to the fact that, you know, uh, oh, sorry, you know, Ashik Raul rather, like the fact that our players like Rod- Rodrigo and Vinicius know that, okay, it's time to step up. You understand? I just mm-hmm. felt like Asensio wasn't willing to take that next step. You understand? He wasn't willing to, you know, do what was necessary to go to that next level. Or maybe he Honestly, just wasn't that good, bro. Hands down. I think he was. Honestly, I think he was. I just feel like obviously injuries were there, but and people get complacent. Honestly, I feel like I, I do genuinely feel that he was. Honestly, and then position as well, you know, because essential best qualities are in the half spaces and getting into the box. If you stick him out wide, that takes away a lot from his game. Well, um, yeah. Fair points, I guess. Uh, we'll be actually talking a bit more about Asensio um, and 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 general, you know, guys like Hazard and Mariano. Um, yeah, possibly... please don't start referring to him as Asensio. I mean, no, no, I, I mean... won't. <laughs> What's there to talk about Hazard? There is nothing, man. No, no, but I'm I'm just saying it for the sake of it, you know, just just housekeeping shit. So yeah, we'll be on for another like twenty odd minutes. So yeah, guys, like if you want to join in. Uh, in on the conversation, the link is in the description of the video. The Zoom um, ID and the room password, passcode is in the description below. Yeah, man, feel free to join us. Reese Birak says, make um, up the panel, FA Cup champions, and one more to go till the historic travel. Well, good luck with that, Reese. You better get the job done. Danielson um, is back. Nice to see you again, bro. He says, uh, no, it's a no for me, guys. Kai Hertz is too meaty, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I think that's, you know, what I said about Essential, you know, the the inability to take the leadership role. I think that's one of my bigger doubts with uh, Havertz. Ale Moreno, you know, now that Ashley has brought him on the TV, that was actually one of the points he made. He said that uh, this guy lacks the ability to take charge when things get tough, you know. Ale Moreno used to be 
used to be a dickhead but nowadays he makes so much more sense i'm not going to lie yeah i, I mean ever since you that sort howards the thing about the thing about you know the whole espn guys is that you know they're a bunch of stupid guys are you know actually even one less stupid guy becomes like einstein in between them so it's not necessarily about yeah, that you know but ale moreno i have a i have a liking for him nowadays i don't know why okay but it's just no why after I two find weeks you don't understand he, he's sort of like this witty you know naughty guy yeah yeah danielson says um mario gomez was also good in his prime yeah mario gomez was uh, yeah. was gomez a was tank good. tank of a striker you know can do it like left foot right foot you know um super super clinical danielson says uh, to me benzema has literally been what uh, the other what of the other strikers i lay in my team as a coach guys one of these strikers i need in my team as a coach i didn't understand that danielson maybe one of the players he built around oh okay okay maybe yeah yeah so give you benzema and 10 pieces of um would you win the champions league <laughs> it's it's so what i was looking for something algerian or, or french croissant i don't know baguettes baguettes can work then is great says um asensio my favorite moment from asensio is the supercopa the spanish screamer against barcelona there were two actually both of them my god i still remember watching it live thinking what the hell was that Stig and rooted to the spot didn't even know what to do um yeah man yeah, truly essential had those moments you know the screamers that's yeah, yeah i think zidane is zidane is the one who always used to say he has the best left foot after messi in the game so mm. yeah can i yeah. ask you guys something so do you guys think like you know that 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 scenario with essential actually made everything worse for him in the sense that he came out and all of a sudden you know like there was too much pressure on him like Do you guys feel like that actually equated to him not being able to live up to the expectations that were already impossible in the first place? I think so genuinely bro when you are when you're kind of being asked to facilitate to be you know the semi semi replacement of a guy like Cristiano it's not easy. Yeah, I guess somewhere maybe the expectations played a part but some 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 you know at some point you have to blame Asensio as well. he has to make that mentality change you you guys got to understand he, uh, the... he had the tools it's not that he did not he had the tools the, the thing is that the player has to force the manager to rely on him right that, that's something mm. i always say about leroy sane because like sane mm. is a pretty damn good player right but he's, yeah. he's inconsistent if you don't have the consistency managers aren't going to trust you you, you got to make like, a case for yourself right yeah he has to make a case for managers to play him at a certain position mm. he was not able to do that and mm. i guess that that's why you know it didn't work out yeah also mm-hmm. the other thing that came to my mind uh i was kind of I, i don't want to interrupt more but uh you guys got to understand the fact that um it's not like mariano inheriting the number 7 right with asensio there is obvious expectation with mariano it's just negligence like nobody's going to really look up to him but with asensio even though yeah people know that he is not generational there is an expectation that 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 can you know uh completely affect you Ashik says uh Sensio is just the kind of kind of player that will grab the bull by the horn some people have that and some don't yeah yeah i'm i've see he might not be captain material but i've seen him take initiative especially with his screamers man like that that takes some balls you know that 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 is calculated uh, in my opinion you know when it works it it has it has worked wonders i'm not going to lie um 
Reese Virak says... Uh, well, well, that's, you... that's the thing, though, Sunil. Like, you don't judge yeah. someone based on, you know, their strengths. You judge them based on how they deal with their weaknesses. Because the point is, I 100%. mean, you're just, you're just going to keep asking me to do what I know how to do best. And I will just keep doing it. But then when push comes to shove and I, you need shit to get done, that's when, you know, you actually see what that person is made of, honestly. And I mean, that's the thing with Asensio. That's why he's always able to get at least 10 goals a season because he knows that at least he's going to get five goals from outside of the box easily. And that's not <laughs> just enough. Yeah, the biggest takeaway from this conversation is the fact that Farouk has weaknesses. What is his weakness, man? <laughs> tell, tell, he said tell, that you, tell, if tell you ask me to work on my weaknesses. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. I expected a much better answer, but yeah, man. Disappointed me, right? Um, that's, that's the point, man. You shouldn't know my weaknesses, that's the whole point. So, you don't have to test my weaknesses. My god, this guy is, is, is are you are you actually fishing for women on, on the podcast? I don't know because it seems like you are, you know, you're putting out your, I mean, your toxic traits out, you, out, you, the, you know, out in the wild. As, mm. as the saying goes, man, you miss all the shots you don't take. So, <laughs> fair, fair point, fair point. If, before you go off to the military camp, I, I guess this is the <laughs> this is the action you're getting. Yeah, I'm happy for you, bro. Ashik says, oh. said you're just the kind of player. Oh, I, I read that. Reis Birak says, who would you like as a Benzema replacement, and who do you think you'll actually get if someone wants to take the question? I think we've discussed this a long time or a lot last time. I think uh, I didn't. I don't Harry think he Kane, was there. Yeah, yeah, Harry Kane probably the one that we expect. Who would I want? I don't really know. Other alternatives, maybe Kolomoani. Uh, Julian Alvarez could be a good signing if we could get mm. him. You know, players like that. Players who can do can be technical. Julian Alvarez actually, would be next to impossible. Mm. Exactly. I think Alvarez is impossible. Well, actually, what I just feel is that, like, I don't know. I just kind of feel it's difficult to, you know, get someone in and now for someone for the, for the long term. That's why I feel like, you know, Kulumwan is, is not there. So I feel like Harry Kane might be the guy, but then at what cost? That's the question you need to ask as well. Kulumwan is actually going to Bayern. I think it's pretty, he might go to Bayern. There's a good chance. Oh, okay. Okay. Bro, Mo, there was that guy from Salzburg. What was his name? The young kid? Benjamin Shesko. Say, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's he's going, going on with Shesko? He's, he's going to Leipzig, I think. Oh, okay. Okay. He looked oh, good. Oh, it was the guy who Ten Hag was actually in last summer as well. Yeah, I think oh, United want okay. him as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, actually, okay. they agreed. They agreed. He agreed to join Leipzig actually since last summer. Actually, actually, but then Leipzig Salzburg, same thing actually. By the way, but I, I don't think he's been that good at Leipzig currently. Right? He is mm. sorry, because expectations for him are like Haaland level because you know because of the obvious connection. Haaland yeah. started at Salzburg, so you know they they expect something similar. But he'll go to Leipzig and we'll see. Mukoko, he's not a he's not a striker really. Um, Mukoko is a Barca fan. Barca fan, yeah. So yeah. Barca fan. Like Alvarez Messi is also fan, a probably. Fan. Messi mm, fan, mm. probably. I don't know. Mm. Alvarez actually played for Real Madrid when he was like eleven. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I know that. There. I know that. But but he's a Messi fan, Barca fan. Again, um, who else can you think of outliers that 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 we are looking for? That's the thing, man. When you're trying to replace someone, there's actually a guy in the French league, French league called mm. Elie Wahi. He he's actually pretty good. Uh, yeah, he's I haven't heard of. Yeah, he's. he's I, I, I heard of him actually. He has a weird spelling. The name has a weird spelling. I think. Yeah, yeah, who yeah, does he play for? Yeah. Just tell me the team. I don't actually remember the name. Someone the Google. I, I, Someone I, I Google. Think, uh, it. Strasbourg or something. Strasbourg. Uh, w e h i. W a h i. 
Farouk, are you doing it? Yeah, yeah, Maybe I'm, some, I'm trying to take Somebody it. left it in the comments or something. It's his Montpellier. He's playing Montpellier. Montpellier. Montpellier, okay. Okay. Right. Yeah, so so right. He, he's been pretty good this season. So he's been highly touted. I don't know. How, how old is he? 20? He's 20, actually, yeah. He's 20 French. So right. let's see. There is that as well. The one guy actually had a high hopes for us. I mean, Guidi. Yeah, I'm pretty... Like disappointed that it didn't work. I out. heard that name like three years ago, bro, but nothing, nothing yeah. happened since then. That's what puts me off, you know. He he had a pretty good uh, half season last year. Second half yeah. of the season, he curtailed. I think he had some sort of falling out with Goltier because both oh, of them okay. were nice. Yeah. And so this what about Florian Wicks? Well, Wicks is not a striker, by the way. He's a camp. Camp, 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 Number 10. There's actually a pretty good, you know, there's actually a shortage of good strikers right now. Yeah, like oh, you can't oh, really oh. pick out like top five strikers easily. Guy, I mean, guys, guys, I, I, I go back. I go back to the question I posed the other day as well. Like, why is no one talking about Turam? Honestly, he's a free agent, and you need a short term player. Why? I I don't know. Honestly, like I just feel like maybe there's yeah, something. Yeah, he's a free agent. I I I wouldn't be too fast. I mean, he can do a job like Adabayo or that. I feel like I think I'm he, not he could be, be a against. backup, but I think there would be hesitance about going him as a starter. Yeah, he's never started material. I, I told you guys my opinion from day one. Toram is not start starting material. Simple as. Um, who else? Who else, man? I'm just struggling to bring up names. Like if I asked uh, a 15 year old myself, like it'll be a different question, completely. Rashford, if you consider him as a striker. Rashford is a good shout, but the 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 <laughs> the finances involved in you know, if, if, if you have doubts about Kira, I would have even like doubled the, the number of doubts about Rashford. Definitely, like really? I mean, I I oh, I have a lot of doubts about Rashford. Obviously, I mean, I'm not mentality I'm wise. I don't think so, bro. Ability wise, I don't think so. But adaptability, I don't know. I mean, he mm. he he is someone that. Well, I mean, what, what what have you seen mentality-wise to make you comfortable with him? I mean, bro, United, when you look at United, you know my hatred for United. Right? I don't fucking rate the team entirely. But one of those guys who never never puts their heads down, gives their all, I think it's Rashford. In a, in a pick of bad bunch, for him to stand out, he should be, he should be a leader. I don't know, man. Well, I honestly, I'm I'm really reserved about. I said the same thing about Rudy. Well, I had to eat my words. <laughs> you know, so I I don't know at this point, but I rate Rashford's tenacity. I rate Rashford's work rate. You know, he he brings a lot of intangibles as well. Yeah, Super it, tricky. It's just different strokes for different folks. Uh, personally, I don't rate Rashford that that highly. You don't rate Rashford, yeah? Fair yeah. No, Fair I mean, I, I he's a good player. I don't rate him that highly. Where I would want uh, him to be around the starting striker. Right, right. See, see if 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 see if you put me at gunpoint and ask me, oh, do you want Rashford at striker? I would say no, <laughs> you know. But I'm just telling you, with the dearth of strikers, bro, like the the options for world if, class. If, if, the, if the choice was between getting somebody like Rashford, I would rather go to Atalanta and get Hoyland and take a chance. Oh, Hoyland bro, guy, team. I've never seen him be in the bro, conversation. You should, you should, you like Serie A, you should go and watch Atalanta play. I mean, the, the the point is the the finances involving getting Rashford will almost get you Osimhen honestly. So pay for Osimhen eventually. That's just the thing. Yeah, the because entourage like, has uh, spoken. The entourage has spoken. See, <laughs> let, let me ask you this question again. Yeah, um, why is Ashik's messages getting deleted? Man, the fucking night bot. You know, um, 
I think if he, I think uh, he actually said all the time, like when you use, you know, full caps or you keep sending message over and over and over, then it gets it gets us spam. Right. Okay. I'm I'm just gonna unhide the messages, but um, who was it? Ossiman, right? So see, Ossiman is in my in my humble opinion. I read the guy. I see what he does. Like he's super quick. Um, can do any job can play out wide you know can draft out wide um not the best of dribblers or link up guys but it's he's pretty direct you know like he gives us what is on the label but my question is um is this season that he just had with napoli a one off i think we have to see more of osimen to really stamp that real medical quality on his uh, beside his resume don't you think so that, that, that's think. the thing right that's mm. that's the thing it's it's all about you know what we've seen right now like there of always is suitable or not the point is mm. when you consider what's available on the market because yeah, honestly yeah, yeah. for me for mm. me as well honestly like i wouldn't say like osman is that guy that i would always bank on to score 30 40 goals because mm. the point is that one thing about osman is always that he always get injured every single season there is something Yeah. yeah you understand yeah. so but one thing that everyone attests to about Victor Osimhen is that he's a fucking hard worker i mean mm. you can literally say that he's a donkey on the pitch he yeah, does yeah, every yeah. he's there from 0 to 90 you understand so this is a thing like honestly like if i were building a team would i put osimhen in there most likely not but this is what the market looks like right now actually i find it funny that uh, sunad rates rashford highly and then he has doubts about osimhen because for for me personally the way i see it rashford had that uh, that period this season where he scored a lot of goals but apart from that he's always been a what if at united you know what if he's what is he going to be he's a streaky him? player see he's, he's not, not even streaky striker. you know apart from the, the the period of time this season before that everybody was like when is rashford going to deliver when is rashford going to exactly. deliver when is rashford exactly. going to deliver? yeah yeah for for, As compared for to that months he had a big big lull i know i know for with osimhen at least he's given you one full season of you know being top class and without I mean, him not really struggle it's, so, it's not just one point. season though you know last season i think uh, osimhen actually had 12 goals in the league if i'm not mistaken as also well. it's not like you know it's just and he missed half of the season so you know it's 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 it's, it's not just you know a one season thing and i said earlier as well you know they paid a lot of money to get him from lila as also well. he actually scored quite a lot at lila as also well. yeah it's i think just, you know, osimhen also has some good technical qualities that that they're really helpful to him Overall I do rate him but like I said you know Real Madrid are not going to pay 150 million for a player who's not named Mbappe. <laughs> Mbappe Mbappe my god let's leave the Mbappe talk for today um right um uh, yes I hope uh, we answered Reese's question that was a pretty in depth you know analysis um right Ashik says don't forget Kai Havertz had a good season under uh Tuchel uh who's a tactical manager Havertz is a system player and struggles without being part of a system he also as a screamer against Barca in the Supercopa I think he's referring to since you came when we were a man down that during the our Negreira La Liga days <laughs> well that has died down I guess no, it hasn't Ashik says down. um it hasn't no. well I hope it doesn't but I'm pretty sure nothing's going to come out of it I know that for a fact we'll see we'll see you mm. have a ban and all people can dream people can dream as it's much as they want i'm not sure the way the case is going you really think they're going to get banned from champions league yeah oh champions league uh, there was this rumor about somebody some recommendation but i don't really know what will happen about that but mm. the the proceeding in spain we'll see what happens with that mm. it's just something to watch out there 
yeah reese uh reese says i'll be honest i don't think there's many world class number nines out there and the few that are out there are nearly impossible to get yeah the ones that truly elite ones are tied down to you know big contracts um yeah it'll take it'll take it'll take much more than you know um <laughs> me 100 million 100 million to you know get them out right so um quick thoughts about asensio i'll start um i don't know because you guys pretty much you know said everything you had to say about asensio for me um i had i had i have this memory you know um before actually you know starting the 2016 season how we went into the 2016 season uh being the champions because the way 2015 season went went um went on uh, about like i had no hope about you know us winning the champions league and the way we won it against um atleti uh you know the the fact that i could rub it in my roommate face roommate's face and and what not i still remember you know um how how that match went we weren't exactly really good um but asensio was the name that was having the most buzz you know post that and um i i i didn't know anything about the guy uh, he he was from mallorca right he was was he from mallorca yes he's from mallorca mallorca right yeah so i i i just knew that uh, you know this guy was supposed to be you know promising he was supposed to uh, bring um uh some some youthfulness to, to to the side that that was clearly lacking uh, a bit of uh, dynamism but then he comes in and in the super cup i had no expectation he scores an absolute banger he actually started the game right did he start the game i think so i don't exactly remember but i think uh, because i remember zidane having a lot of faith in him especially after the yeah. way he did his preseason because before that there were some suggestions that he would go out on loan again because the previous season he was at loan at espanyol so there were some sessions that he would go out on loan again but you know uh, he really impressed the under priest and i think he started this that that game and uh, you mm. know with a sense of whenever he plays this first game oh, I, in a competition he scored the goal i i completely uh, completely forgot about the preseason as well i don't remember exactly what games but he was promising in the preseason as well i remember and the way he kind of kicked off things i knew this kid was special he had something in him i i, I still like when i still kind of relive that memory of his goal against sevilla it gives me goosebumps you know this man this kid actually uh to uh, to to uh, to the uh to the contrary of popular you know opinion that he was uh, you know touted to be someone generational uh, i would say yes he has fallen off obviously we will all agree with that uh, sentiment but uh, he still had quite a bit of success with us i mean not everyone who goes through the injury that he went through would come out the other side at least looking half the player he was before the injury i think that's something that i'll give him credit for um the drop off was there but it wasn't from you know 10 to 0 for that essential for me you know uh for giving it is all for actually you know um being that emblem of new new wave shit you know new wave energy um i'm i'm going to be you know honestly uh missing him 100% um he was part of an era that was that was truly historic for our club um i i i i still remember what i felt when he scored the champions league final as well it was a cherry on top of the cake that i didn't know that 
that I needed. That truly gave me a different level of satisfaction. The goal didn't mean much to the game or, or to the result or anything, but man, I, I was so happy for Asensio. Yeah, I was actually watching the game with my Barca supporting friend and he ran away yeah. after. <laughs> <laughs> the way he just, you know, jumps o- over the boardings onto the fans, man, I, I truly thought he would be, you know, the next next big thing. But I, I'm not not too disappointed. Obviously, slightly disappointed, but I'm still happy with what he gave for us. Um, so many people, you know, uh, wrote him at, off. But you know, he, at least yeah. he didn't fall off like Hesse. So that's all I can say. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a big point. You know, Hesse, Hesse had, me and Hesse had the similar vibes, you know, like exactly like what Asensio, or maybe even greater, because, you know, Hesse uh, was truly special as well. But yeah, yeah Hesse, man, Asensio, they, they said Hesse hmm. would replace Cristiano one day. Yeah, yeah. Like he, 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 you need to have the attitude. I think that's the point, right? You need to have the attitude. But since you I love him, uh, you know, I'm gonna miss his, you know, bangers because I do really do count on him. I think he has a great impact from the bench. But that's the issue. You really need an attitude to play for Real Madrid, uh, and in a SSK, you need an attitude to play football. So you know. I think Essential lagged that bit. Uh, mm-hmm. He's going, and you know, it hurt him the fact that he was playing out of position. He had that injury, you know, that ACL injury, and you know, he also tore his meniscus and stuff. So I think it was uh, difficult for him returning back. He already he's that attacking midfielder, and then you're asking him to play out wide, then he has that ACL injury. He loses that bit of pace. So I think that made him ineffective. But mm-hmm. he, he didn't help himself. You know, he didn't make any manager force or any manager to play him centrally. So that would be my disappointment in sense. You overall, I'm going to miss him because I think I would have rather had him stay on the team than, you know, signed Real like Havertz or uh, Brian. 100%, man, 100%. Like people people used to bash him left and right. I used to tell them, this man, yeah, like he, without his goals, he might not add too much to the game. Uh, but, you know, putting the ball in the back of the net, like like I would say countless times, is the most I mean, difficult I, I would say this about Asensio. Like, when mm-hmm. he's played centrally, he's one of the most high IQ players. Like, mm-hmm. he, you know, he has a lot to the game. I've said this before as well. When he's played centrally, when you're watching the game on the pitch, you can really understand, like, what Asensio brings to this team and, you know, what Asensio does. But if you play out of him out wide, you take away from his game. Yeah, basically, you're you're not playing to his strengths because he doesn't have the bust of pace. He he didn't even have that before the injury. You know, yeah. uh, any any sort of acceleration he had, he lost even that. Uh, you know, post the injury. But on to you, Farouk, bro. Anything to add? Yeah, I mean, honestly, like uh, you guys, you know, I've said it all. Like, essentially, uh, it's gonna be a miss, honestly, because I always, as Mo said, like I feel like he's a player that you know you want to call up up from the bench, honestly. Like, uh, although I never, you know. Uh, uh, I never wanted him as a starter on the team, but I feel like he's one of those, you know, solid squad, solid rotational players that you actually need, you know, to to get a job done. And honestly, like uh, with the names being linked, I would rather keep Asensio because at least he knows, you know, the ins and outs of the club, and you know, he he he's shown at least we know what he can do, you know, what we we need, we can expect from him, honestly. And yeah, I mean, when Asensio came, you know, with the goals against Barcelona and you know all the finals, you know, the Super Cups and European Super Cup, and also you know at the end of the season the Champions League final, eventually, you know. Uh, Asensio really was 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 you know was the one that was promised. He was the prince that was promised, honestly. But you know, it, it they never it never did happen. Mm-hmm. Similar to the same the yeah, same way John well, uh-huh. it's the same way John Story didn't kill the Night King, so he also didn't become <laughs> he didn't become the one that was promised as also. Uh, but yeah, it, it was it was fun, you know, watching Asensio. And I mean, the thing was that ability. You know, we have this thing that we call you know accuracy and precision when it comes to manufacturing. You know, the repeatability of the process for for Asensio was was super crazy, honestly. Like, he always, you know, 
could always whip that left foot always 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 and it was always going so it was like abusing a fucking fifa glitch exactly 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 honestly it was like a glitch in the game honestly so you know you have to give credit to that but honestly you know uh some people are just not made for certain things and i felt like you know those two injuries actually took a toll on asensio a lot and i also think that the point where he got those injuries were also crucial in the sense that he got those injuries at the points where you know the team needed him the most, you understand? Mm. And then he was gone. And then the team had to adapt one way or another. You understand? Because the thing is that we can, we, we can you know, look at the, 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 the growth of the likes of, you know, uh, Vinicius Jr., the growth of the likes of, you know, Rodrigo, the growth of even the likes of Fede Valverde as well, you understand? All these are attributed to the fact that when Cristiano left, when Bill declined, there was no one to step up. You understand? Vinicius Jr. stepped up into the state. Like Hazard came also, we, know, we all know what happened with Hazard as well, you understand? So I feel like at that point in time, like Asensio got injured at the wrong time. Because imagine if Asensio had actually got injured in 2016, for example. I think it would have been fine. He would have come back, you know, easily and find a way back into the team gradually. But I feel like it was at a very crucial point for the team that there was literally no one else. You understand? So when he got injured, new people came in. They fought for their positions and they cemented their positions in the team. And for that reason, like, you know, it was even more difficult for Asensio to, you know, come back and, and, and regain his position uh, and the team as well. But yeah, I mean, as Mo said, you know, that's the thing. Like we saw what Isco did with Zidane in 2016 to 2017. He forced him to rethink the whole thing, you understand? Well, since you never showed, you know, uh, with all his promise and what is and what is not, but he never actually, you know, uh, came to that level, you know, honestly, that, that would make the, the, the managers or the coaches rethink how they, they shape up their play. Yeah, Mo, Mo, uh, Mo wants to leave. Uh, do we have five minutes, Mo? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Just Five minutes, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, for Asensio, I'll tell you something. If if he went out last season, we wouldn't be so kind. Especially I wouldn't be so kind. Um, I'll guarantee you that because last season was horrendous for him. But yeah, this season he kind of redeemed himself, you know, kind of uh, climbed up a bit in, uh, you know, our estimation uh, of, of him as a player. But um, yeah, uh, for Hazard, I would like to apologize for all the bugger memes and all the, you know, shit that I've thrown at you, you know, uh, you probably didn't deserve it, but it was just frustration because um, um, I wasn't a huge fan of Hazard, but I, when he joined us, obviously I would, you know, back him and get behind him and, you know, expect him to, you know, like truly uh, deliver. But uh, for one reason or the other, it just quite didn't happen. Um, as for Mariano, um he was never really a great player, but uh, I would forever be grateful for, you know, those two goals, the one against Depo and the other against, uh, you know, Barcelona and the Clasico. Uh, both meant significant, um, uh, you know, blows to, you know, especially uh, uh, Barcelona and their rivals, you know, who, who were chasing uh, the La Liga crown. So he, despite all the beams, all the hairstyle shit that he gets, you know, he had, uh, a role to play in two La Liga winning campaigns, no matter how small it is. I'll, I'll forever remember Mariano Diaz. Um, right. Uh, Prakash Ariel says, why yesterday's episode of Adwellingham doesn't show on the channel? Right. Uh, Prakash, last, um, uh, I mean, not last, yesterday's uh, Bellingham special kind of got messy because, you know, our guest Ben's Wi-Fi was messed up. Uh, we kind of decided to uh, do it again from scratch. Uh, 
um keep keep an eye, eye out on our socials we would let you know asap hopefully it'll be this week 100% before jude becomes you know official so uh watch out for it um hopefully ben doesn't have you know wifi issues you know and it will be a much more stable you know show um yeah man the reason why i removed it because you know ben had to go in and out and it was kind of messy because of that the conversation keep uh, kept getting interrupted but yeah much love for all the you know 15 out of you who are here you know um this this was a you know a proper you know uh, devastating day but you know farooq and mo here you know completely lifted the spirits i wasn't feeling so uh, lively you know when i uh, came on to be honest uh, props to these guys you know they put a smile on my face i don't know how i i hate them uh, to the bits for that but i can't help but you know um smile when these guys you know keep yeah, the conversation I, going I, i hate you too the feeling like <laughs> <laughs> the feeling is mutual yeah and also big up uh, yeah man all of you guys lol 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 dennis the great um i mean we don't uh, have to call him rolo lol now right we could call him raul so raul but yeah lol lol is iconic man come on i i can't get that out of my you know uh, out of my lips honestly because it's so i'm so used to calling him lol lol um yeah man um ashik as well was brilliant talking to ashik and raul um for the first time um yeah dennis the great is real why the lead is relegated i'm happy for celta um i i i feel i feel uh, bad for you know phenomena but i'm really happy for aspas you know he deserves to uh, stay in the league but yeah man um keep an eye out uh, on our socials hopefully hopefully this week uh, you know we'll we'll be redoing the jude bellingham special um you know and and for, we'll properly breaking it down uh, for you guys um but yeah any any final thoughts mo and farooq no man you said it best you said everything about hazard i just like to add the fact that i kind of feel sorry for him because you know he's a massive madrid fan and it was a dream that turned sour you feel bad in those situations i i just hope it had gone better for him apart from that mariano always passionate academy player love him when he was here in the first stage towards the end maybe a little he got a little goal tough. against roma yeah that that goal was special so yes. but you know uh, but it's okay it, it, it's okay you know it's over now mariano will always be a madrid player so i never hate madrid players unless until you know they do something that make me hate them fair uh yeah. yeah i mean for me the hazard thing was you know really i mean i wouldn't say sad but pathetic in the sense i know it can be sad for one year it can be sad for two years but it can be sad for four years you know eventually you need to you know own up and take responsibility for your actions you know and the thing is uh, i mean hazard was was the guy in the premier league like hazard was the reason the premier league was the premier league honestly like and i think even till now there is no player who actually lights up the premier league like since hazard has left like he like he did you understand He was a guy who I think was it in 2016 when they won the title he single-handedly won the title for Chelsea and I mean since then I don't think any player has single-handedly won a title for a team since then honestly what has because I I 2016 I like, 17 I I know like you know I used to have this argument a lot like a lot of people would be like okay I want Neymar to come to Real Madrid and I'd be like nah for me Hazard he's the guy you know and you know I got my wish Hazard came but you know shit happened and it's it's yeah, it's monkey's ball <laughs> You know honestly for for my perspective it's sad but I think from from a footballer's perspective like what Hazard has done I think it's something short of a disgrace you know like I think this arguably is the worst transfer in the history of Real Madrid like I think I don't know maybe there are some people to compete with him but I mean it would take some yeah, money Yeah one guy one guy what, what was the, that guy's name Mo uh, the English Gravison yeah 
But I mean, Gravison didn't go for a hundred million. Gravison is no way comparable. The only guy that's comparable exactly. is Coutinho for Barcelona. Coutinho even scored against Barcelona. So, oh yeah, yeah, Coutinho. Oh yeah, that's that's a that's a whole another thing. At least Hazard didn't sabotage us, right? Yeah. Apart from eating a couple of burgers here and there. But yeah, man. yeah, yeah. I, Yeah, I guess that's uh, pretty much it. Dennis the Great says, "Big up everyone, let's do the business in the summer and win as much as possible next season." Ala Madrid. Let's hope. Let's hope. Let's let's be hopeful, man. Yeah, guys. As I said, uh, as we said earlier, Jude special coming soon. Keep an eye out on the socials. Also, do keep sending in your feedback. We love to hear if it's negative, positive. You know, um, send it in, man. Honestly, it, it means a lot. Um, Also, do check out our partners on uh, on Instagram, Real Madrid Committee. The link is in the description below. Show them some love. We are on the road to 1K. Get us to 1K before the next season begins, man. At least the 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 actual goal was to get it before the season ended, but it doesn't look like it will be happening. But yeah, man, 50 odd away, uh, 1K would mean a lot. I repeat, it would mean a lot. Ashik says, "Faruk, it's not as bad as wishing for Atleti to score against us in a Copa final." Mm. Well, I, I don't understand what he actually meant, but uh, yeah, I guess that's pretty much it, people. Um, until next time, Ala Madrid. Ala Madrid. Ala Madrid.